Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 379, recorded on June 9th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about not E3 stuff, all kinds of it. That's pretty much the bulk of it. So, Jesse, you know what to do. And welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Nintendo Dads. As I said, it's episode 379, June 9th, 2022. Unfortunately, Marty wasn't able to join us today, but he will be back next week, hopefully, if all works out well. But I do have the other two gentlemen here with me. Jesse, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Uh, you know, my, my daughter lives in Wisconsin, so she had to mail the... Her, a Father's Day gift to me instead of giving it to me on the day of since and I got it a little early so she said you have to show this on the show so it's a shirt that says Super Daddy-O for <laughs> in, in like Mario Brothers font nice part, I, can, like I can get parts of it yeah my back my background is eating it up but you gotta get, a, get an idea yes I see it Super Daddy-O that's awesome so she had that custom made for me. Now that's a Father's Day gift right there. That's awesome. How about you, Justin? Did you get anything spectacular yet for that Father's Day yet? You know, I did actually. And hello, gentlemen. Good to see you today. <laughs> uh, you. Yeah. What did I, you know, uh, about three months ago, my wife sent me a text. She's like, go down to Princess Auto. And they have stuff to make beef jerky. Like they have the jerky guns and um, some mix and special racks. Cause we have a smoker and I like smoking meat where I can. Um, and so uh, she's like, go down and buy that. And I bought it. I was like, awesome. She's like, also, that's your Father's Day gift. You're welcome. So <laughs> there, there we go. Are. I already know my Father's Day gift is. So hopefully if the weather, if the weather's well, uh, do some smoking on Father's Day, which I enjoy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you able to send us some of that when you make that? So <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. If sending sending cooked meat across the border. You know, hey, listen, listen. If we if we indeed do get together, I yeah. will bring you some smoked meat from the Great White North. I'm going to be honest, meat. though, it's not going to be as good as the stuff that you get in Kansas City because I've had some amazing barbecue with Mr. Jesse Waldeck. Okay. Well, if um, you bring yours and Jesse brings his, we'll have we'll have to do a taste. I I feel like I feel like Marty would also be a guy who'd be into smoked meat. Like yes. he he lives that life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like I'm like making my own beef jerky up here. So you're making your own. Jesse, mm-hmm. do you ever make your own type of no, meat? No, I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> I don't make it either, but I can find some here in Detroit that's pretty damn good too. So uh Ebisel asks, <laughs> what am I using? Ebisel, I am using a propane um smoker that heats up uh, uh wood chips. Right. And, and and that and that keeps it in this in a box, in the smoking box. It is not a like barbecue and smoker. It's a separate unit altogether. Um, actually, if you follow me on Instagram, not a plug for my Instagram account, but you can. Uh, you will see that I have uh, I have some pictures of smoked meat on my Instagram account. Uh, and that Instagram account is just Masson23. Um, and actually, let's see if I can. You know, what? I'm going to listen. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to just pull that open right now. Let's and thanks for listening to Snack Dads, another yeah, episode oh my, of Snack Dads. You know what? Dads. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm <laughs> chowing down some dinner right now, and I'm like, now I just want, like, smoked meat. You know what I'm saying? 
Yes. So well, if, but, if we're talking snack dads, so real quick, it's also as I talked about my birthday presents the, the other day. Part of it was it was like a heart shaped box, like what would give for Valentine's Day, but yeah. inside was meats and cheeses. Nothing wrong with meats and that's, cheeses. That's great. That's, that's just great. Man. Can't go wrong man, there. No, you really can't. I was hoping you'd be like, it was an actual human heart. It's kind of where I was hoping that was going to go, but it didn't. No. So. It's all right. Speaking though. of news right. and, you know, Jesse gets a human heart for her, his birthday. No. He's let's a go real to, boy. Let's just go to the news, shall Do we? Do it. <laughs> And our news is brought to you by our lovely Patreons over at patreon.com slash Nintendo dads. And for a dollar a month, you can join us and subscribe to us and keep our lights on and all that kind of stuff for us. And we greatly appreciate it for a dollar a month, $5, $10 or $30. We got some new patrons. Yes. In we the did. last 30 days, Dylan Andrews and Spencer kitchens has joined us. So thank you both Dylan and Spencer for joining us. Welcome. We appreciate that you. It's fantastic. Yes. And I know that sometimes that uh, our the systems between Patreon and Twitch do not talk to mm-hmm. each other very mm-hmm. well for mm-hmm. you guys to get into our discord, but by all means, if you do subscribe to us in either location and you're not getting access to our discord and want access, you can hit me up in discord yeah. at neoprime33 number sign 0033 and i will get you in there and and that, and that's exactly it folks like hey if you don't if you don't have any bucks to toss our way no not a problem at all if you've got amazon prime you've got dis uh you have got a twitch sub and man we would love to take that twitch sub from you every single month because if not it ain't it ain't going anywhere it ain't going to anybody and, right. uh, and as a reminder uh for twitch as well you got to resub every single month it is not an auto resub um that's so just hit, hit that yeah that that absolutely sucks but hey if you can't, we'd love it. You know what I'm saying? And if you, and if you can't do any of that, we just love you being here. We love you yes. promoting the show. We love all that stuff. So come on in. Join. And join us. That's the lovely part about listening to us for free on the podcast, right? So just get to hang out and enjoy us. And we're also on Facebook. You can come chat with us there, too. So, yeah. All right. With that, let's get into the headlines, which the first one here that happened uh, before the Summer Game Fest stuff started kicking off. We got news that iOS 16 will add support for Joy-Cons and Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. What do you guys think of that? Um, I know that Chris HL hit us up with that question in our Discord. Is like, what was up with that? Like, is there something going on there? Uh, or it was, it was actually on Twitter. He hit us up on that. I think it was. Yeah, I don't. It's a great question. Um, I don't think anything's going on because here's the thing. You're like, oh, the Joy-Cons, also the Pro Controller. Yes. Also, the Xbox controller was able to be Bluetooth before the PlayStation controller was able to be tooth Bluetooth. I think like everything could. But Nintendo's what took so long with Nintendo? Because Nintendo's Nintendo's sometimes stubborn <laughs> and they just like they just sometimes are, are doofuses. And I think yeah. that's kind of what happened there. I mean, like I would love to be like mm, Apple and Nintendo doing something together. We should right. talk more about this and like speculate. I just truly believe it's just like. They did hey. once, and you saw how yep. that turned out. Yeah, once. So I'm like, listen, I, I, I don't think it's much, but it's great if you if you are if you have Apple TV, I have Apple TV, or actually Apple devices. So I love that. Now I don't need to Bluetooth other stuff. So it's great. I like yeah. that. Hey Jesse, is is the Bluetooth stuff between like Xbox controllers and 
the Switch Pro controllers and Joy-Cons? Is it that different that they needed like a separate code? Is it, is it like, I thought Bluetooth is Bluetooth, or am I wrong well, about how the controllers are built? I think each controller is built slightly differently. Most, I think most are kind of relatively common, especially Xbox controllers. They yeah. built the, the standards, but, uh, you know, the, it's, there is differences in the PlayStation and there is differences in Nintendo. That and... Some systems like Steam, Steam's able to detect what type of controller you have and actually switch out the icons to make it match. So if you, yep. like when I'm when I'm playing, when I've been playing Final Fantasy with the Luna controller, it knows the Luna buttons mm. and tells me the right button to push instead yeah. of push select, and I have to figure out what button to select. There is no select button here. Yeah, so that's it, fair. It, there is some <clears throat> intelligence going on. So yeah, and you know this this all that's all started with uh, Apple Arcade, you know when they, yep. with Apple TV and i and iPads primarily because they have the bigger screens. But of course, it's also a, you know it, it works with iPhone just for the same reason. I and, I uh, do it just adds more controllers to yeah to what's available. And that's exactly like I do think as you as like you know I'd I'd love to push in and be like there has to be something from a Nintendo relationship Apple thing. I don't think there is, but I think if you take like two steps backwards and look at it from a 30,000 foot business perspective, this is actually kind of a good thing. Right? And before I get to that, I just want to answer a question here. Uh, Mecca, you're asking, they did when? It's part of the iOS 16 update that's going to occur in September. It was WWDC this last week and it was revealed during WWDC. Uh, so it will not be publicly available for a while. See, right, Jesse? I, well, I, I don't, unless it was announced in one of the not streamed non-keynote events there are a bunch of events going on all week okay um my understanding and i end up could be wrong is that one of the developers installed the ios the ios 16 beta and just saw it as an available option mm, okay okay so so presumably so presumably it will be but i think i think this is you know this this to me is is just a great example of you know when we talk about again the thirty thousand foot view we talk about getting gamers, getting games in gamers hands. Right. And I think we have what I would call the capital G gamer, right. Which is when people think of like, Oh, I'm playing call of duty and Fortnite and all <laughs> like, like, like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. But we also know there is that, like what I would call the, the blue ocean strategy of gamer, which is what Nintendo did a while ago, which is what Apple has also been leaning into, which is, Hey, you play, you play games on your devices. Right. So you're playing Candy Crush. You can consider yourself a gamer. And I think when you begin to reduce some of those stigmas and levels of accessibility. So maybe you have an Apple TV, but, you know, you have these app, this Apple Arcade, but you're like, oh, I'm interested in playing a game. But oh, by the way, Apple has an arcade. And oh, by the way, I need a special controller to play it. Well, no, you don't. You don't need a special controller. You could use a controller that your son or daughter has with their Xbox or right. their Nintendo and you could play and really, again, the idea is if you're in their ecosystem, you're spending money, right? right and you're right. and you're and you're and you're there, and you're latched onto it. And that's really what they're doing. And I would make the argument again or earlier today. You know, I don't think this is in our news item because it's not. It's uh, Xbox related. Xbox officially announced that so uh, Samsung TVs uh, issued as of 2022 are having um, cloud gaming. The Xbox cloud gaming established in their launcher right, right in their right. gaming hub and again it's about getting accessibility it's about getting controllers in the game in the hands of anybody whether you're a capital g gamer or whether right. you're just someone who wants to play a little bit of uh, crossy roads casually it's all about that and and more and more i mean you, you think about it 
gaming continues to be in these spaces, right? Luna's got it. Um, Netflix has a gaming section. Apple has their, the Apple arcade is baked into your Apple one subscription. Like there's so many accessibilities for games that like the bear, if you lower the barrier of entry, people do it more, right? It makes more sense. Um, and, and so that's really, I mean, so Apple's taking a little bit of the Xbox anywhere strategy in regards to it. And I do think in some ways, Apple and Xbox are kind of actually, they're more comparable in regards to their battling it out, right? They're looking for subscription-based monthly fees for accessibility to services, which is kind of what Xbox is doing, right? And so I think it's very interesting to see it. Like I said, I don't believe it. And, and so that's my 30,000 foot business perspective, pushing it into the Nintendo perspective. I think it's just controllers. That's all. If someone in the chat asks if you'd be able to play the mobile versions of the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters with the controllers and because of this. And the answer is no, because the game still has to support it. Because mm. like, when Marty tried with his... Uh, what? So in well, theory, I could be playing the backbone. 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 Let your yeah. backbone... So, Remember this episode, folks? Like five episodes ago. Let your backbone slide. Maestro Fresh West. We know it's an amazing <laughs> song. 1998 Canada. Banger. Yeah, so it, the game has to support it. So, But if the game supports any controller, it'll support all controllers the, the hardware supports. So if they ever update it, then yeah, you can use uh, Joy-Con to play on it. But, but until they do so, no. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I, have, I have an Apple TV um, box, like the 4K one or whatever it is. I got it from our internet provider for free. Um, nice. And I have Apple Arcade. Like I have the subscription model. I just never think to play Apple games on my TV. And yet I know there are amazing games that I should be playing um, that are out there. Um, yeah. I should, Usually I, games and I have, end up there first before they end up on the I Switch. know. And I and I have I have a, an Xbox controller, so I know it'll connect to it. Yeah. Like there's no reason I shouldn't be paying, playing Pathless on my my massive yeah. TV. What I'm am I doing in my life, guys? I'm really reconsidering my life right now. <laughs> yeah. What am I even doing? I also have never tried Apple Arcade. I've never signed on. What is that? Name three of them, Justin? I don't name know what he's talking about. I don't know, Mecca. Are you talking, Mecca, are you talking about more Canadian songs? It could be. <laughs> and yes, Tony Baker, a Canadian banger. Also, by the way, folks, that was a callback from like five episodes ago. And if you weren't here for it, you should go back and watch. That the was probably the too. last episode I was able to be on, too. That's possible. I, I went through, you know. A month of crazy. I am just as confused now as I <laughs> Justin. Was you know, time. free is never free. Yes, I know that a hundred percent. Thank you, Nintendo Ninfrendo. You are right. You are a hundred percent right. <laughs> free is never free. All right. So moving on to the biggest news of them all, I guess, would be the summer game fest announcements that happened today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, gentlemen, were you able to catch up on all that today? I watched the live, well, I watched kind of funny's reaction to the live stream. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so I, I, so I, um, of the primary show, I did not watch the day of the dev stuff, um, okay. but I got press releases about it and I see it in our notes. Uh, but what about you, Tim? Did you watch it? I did. I got to watch, uh, a lot of it and actually all of it, including the, um, the devolver part that came later too. So, mm. um, and the, the funny part, I was telling Jesse in the pre-show was the summer game fest. I watched in high speed. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> to try to catch up uh, where I was. And Jesse, you did pretty much the same, right? You 
pause it and catch up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it was on while I was still working. Like yeah. I was, I was trying to watch it and taking notes as I'm watching it, and work gets my attention. So I pa- I'm pausing the live stream, doing the work, and then I'm coming back to it. At one point, I was over an hour behind. So like when it when it was doing like the three to five minute gameplay example, I'm mm-hmm. just. Tapping the right button five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, five seconds yeah. until until there's something until it shows me the end card that says the date and or systems or some other information that I want for the notes. And that's why he's the employee of the year, folks, because of folks. the dedication 100%. he puts in. Because not only that, he gave us a document with all of the notes, but he also broke it down to what is important to the Nintendo community. By weeding out just the Nintendo stuff, ladies and gentlemen, chat, chat, Twitch chat. Can I get like a applause, applause emote for for Jesse Waldack? <laughs> can I get one of those going? Can we please? Also, Tim, can we make some kind of like a moat for Jesse, like in our Twitch chat, where it's like I don't know, some like employee of the month, like photo or banner or something? You're you're certainly we. Um, I'm certain we can work on that. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, we already had something started, as you probably saw in our. I did see that. I did see that. That is class. Absolute I class. Saw that and went. Oh no. <laughs> That's gonna tune into our Twitter shirt, page, sure. folks, because it's gonna be sent out soon. I'm sure it's gonna be on a shirt as well at some at some point. So, anyways, yeah. uh, let's go over what is going to end up on the Nintendo Switch that we found from the show. The first thing that comes up is flashback two is going to come to the Nintendo Switch as well as the other consoles in winter of 2022. Was uh, anybody surprised by that news of Flashback 2? Yeah, because I didn't think anyone knew what this game was. This is back... It was a re- the original Flashback was known on the Super Nintendo and other North American releases as Out of This World. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it, it was kind of... kind of like pseudo-vector... three polygon graphics it was it's hard to explain but you know the animation was rotoscoped so it was really nice and smooth but uh nice. and you know hard as hell i don't think i got past <laughs> 10 minutes into the game <laughs> i never got to play the first one so but i was it was pretty cool to see that they're they're working on a sequel after all what was they say 30 years yeah so. mecca says is this the one with the killer gorilla i think it is yes <laughs> and then the next one that was mentioned was the cuphead delicious last course dlc which we all knew about was coming mm-hmm. uh june 30th so i i had in my notes that it was releasing on the 20th so either i was wrong or they delayed it 10 days i don't mm, know which I, one. I i had i had down the 30th as well that was i because that, that one interested me so i remember that one okay so i must have i must have put it in my notes wrong back when i when we were told about the DLC in the first place last year. Yeah. Looks good though. I'm excited. I'm excited to get back into it. I loved, uh, I both loved and hated Cuphead all in the same sentence. <laughs> that is such a like punishing game. Yeah. Um, but uh, love the art style, man. I love the art style. I love the authenticity they have to, to that kind of that look and everything around it. And so I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited to give it a go. Yeah, I'm I'm excited that it is coming out, finally coming out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, will I give it a go again? I'm not sure because, like you said, it was punishing, but love looking at it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of those things where I just have to be in the right mindset and mood for that game, too. So uh, I have it and we'll probably get the DLC and just uh, we'll set it aside for when I'm ready to focus on something like yeah. that. 
Hey, folks, we have got a hype train going on right now in our Twitch chat. Our hype train is close. Sub, gift, or use bits right now to start a hype train. We got like less than four minutes. Let's go. I've never seen that go on our show before. What the hell happened? Hype train, sweet. I don't know, but let's give it a shot. I love it. I love that's the energy. Awesome. What what else? What do you have to do to get oh subs and that's right. So you gotta yeah. do all that kind of fun stuff. Cool. And we got 12 people in in the uh yeah, thank you for being here. Twitch. Folks. So yeah, and thanks for everybody who's watching on YouTube too. How y'all doing over there? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So um we don't want to forget about them over there because nope. you know we don't they're real people. <laughs> so all right. So next up on the list is Neon White, which is another game we all knew about coming to the Switch. Uh, we learned about it at a uh, indie showcase, I believe. Yeah. And we got a date for June 16th, which and we saw fo- a lot of rumors about. Yeah. Like this was, oh my God, the internet, the internet this week. <laughs> <sighs> y'all, you're all, listen, listen, internet. Let's look at, look at me. Look at me Shh, here. Listen. All right. You're all, you're all so thirsty for a Nintendo direct. All right. You're so thirsty for a Nintendo direct that you're not thinking. Cause if you reached out to the Nintendo dads and asked what is going on with this thing, what is this rumor? What do you think? I would tell you that the, the information that was leaked, the, the, the embargo information for, for neon white that we saw is similar to every single press release. We officially get regarding embargoed information. So that did that did not in my mind at all solidify that we were getting a Nintendo Direct. It only solidified that Neon White was coming out that day, and that's when the embargo dropped. Um, we we're all so thirsty. You weren't asking the questions. You know, you were all looking, but you weren't asking the questions. Um, but yeah, Neon White's coming out. Pre-order is available right now, uh, so you can do that. Yeah. So I'm so, sorry. Just giving you some honest, honest chat. Honest that talk. makes sense. I mean, I there. Wow. Thank you so much for the, uh, for the, for the love there, Tony. Right. Oh man, that's fantastic. And thank you very much. Mecca. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we got the hype train up to level five. It looks like and we got, so that's pretty cool to see. Uh, but also Ninfrendo uh, is at saying, I don't get neon white. He doesn't get that one. That one looked pretty interesting to me because it's using some different mechanics for a first person shooter, yep. which is it's using cards. So depending on the card you draw is the type of weapon you get rather than just pulling out the weapon or collecting the weapon, you're drawing a card that dictates your weapon. And that's what you use in first person to kill the demons that are, you're trying to expel from heaven. Cause you were pulled your demon. If I understood correctly, your demons pulled from hell by God himself to take care of his dirty work for him up in heaven. <laughs> So, you know, that old chestnut that, you know, that I forget which book in the Bible that was. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, good times. No, actually, that one really interesting. The neon book. Yeah, the neon, uh, the book of neon. That's correct. So but I think I think it looks pretty cool. And I like the concept and all that kind of stuff. And I hope there if there. There isn't a demo for it, right? Or was there one that was dropped? There was today? one. Actually, it's funny. There was one. There was a demo for it on Steam back in February. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm probably picking this one up. So if you are unsure about it, of course, uh, in friend, no, not every game has to be for you. But if right. you want to take a, a first look at it, we'll have a first look when it comes on our channel. Um, 
we may yeah when the embargo drops on september 16th we will have some coverage i'm sure um yes. seth is super pumped for this one um seth is yes super- yes i remember that all in podcast he talks about yep. that a lot for sure mm-hmm. all right so moving on we got midnight fight express uh, also coming in Nintendo Switch. This one, uh, this one has a demo available now on Steam as well. It comes out October twenty third, as well as August. comes out on PlayStation. Thank you, August twenty third. Uh, comes out on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Game Pass, PC via Steam. This one intrigued me as well because of what it was uh, talking about. Um, being, I, I didn't like how Keeley introduced this one. If I think this is the one, he said, "There's a, a, a father in some country." was worked on this by himself and uh, then he brought yeah. people in in the last year. I'm like, well, then he didn't do it by himself, did he? <laughs> so, but it, it was cool because of it being an action RPG, if I remember correctly, was, mm-hmm. but fast paced, they were saying, yeah. and, and from the visuals and stuff, this one definitely intrigues me. And I was happy to see that it's coming to the switch. Yeah. Yeah. This one, this one, um, when I saw it, I, I thought it looked really cool. Uh, we got a press release for it actually pretty quickly afterwards. And it was definitely one of those ones. I was like, Oh, yep. Flagging that one. That looks pretty awesome. <laughs> yes. We would happy to share that with our community. Yeah, for so. sure. So, and another one that dropped that we all were looking forward to, I think, is which, which leaked uh, earlier that day as well. Yeah. <laughs> Two stupid leaks. Anyways, TMNT shredders revenge gets uh drops on june 16th i think we talked uh, and about also, this two weeks ago as a rumor mm-hmm. when sony might have leaked it yes yeah. yeah being in the store but they also showed off casey jones being a playable character and it has a six-player mode local and online coming to nintendo switch playstation 4 xbox one game pass pc via steam so all good places to see this game. And I know so a lot of us play in this. the community is looking forward to this, especially seeing that there's a six player mode online online. Yeah. You know oh darn, my gosh. Well, darn well. There's going to be a lot of pre-order for this isn't available right now on the shop. Is it like, this is one that I'm like, I know I'm getting it. Like if not gonna... right now, very shortly, I'm sure yeah. we'll see the pre-orders drop for that. I wonder if there's tr- cross platform. That would, that would be, yeah. that's a good question. That's a very because, good question. You know, you know, I, I, I was on the fence of this, is because, you just, like most fighting games that look interesting, I buy it and I go, "Wow, this is hard," and I don't get past the second level. So, uh, at least I could play it on Game Pass and not feel as bad. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there is a pre pre a digital pre order up. Oh, uh, uh, really? Okay. And it's a ten percent discount. So instead of twenty four ninety nine, it's down to twenty two forty nine. Really? At least U- U.S. dollars. So it'll be like. Uh, it's not real you. money. Yeah, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> those were no. So hold on. Those. I mean, okay. So we're we're about to get out into the day of the devs. There's another thing I want to call out here. This thing I want to call out here. Okay, go to, for it, sir. To to make people are aware of. Marvel's is it Midnight Sun? Is it Midnight yes. Sun? That we had seen the game for before. I was watching and I was like, oh, we've seen this before. I'm not super interested. And they show the flash screen at the end. And ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know what, what icon was missing from the platforms that it was coming to? The Nintendo Switch. So 
I sent out a tweet. Hey, this is weird because I'm pretty sure this was announced for Nintendo last year or whatever it was. They have replied back and said it is still on track to be on the Nintendo Switch. However, it will be delayed. They will be delaying the release of it on Nintendo Switch. Well, but it will be released on all the other platforms. That means they probably outsourced it to another company. It means they're outsourcing it. And this means it's dead on arrival for the Nintendo Switch, most likely. Right. That means, yeah, yeah, they didn't, they didn't. Yeah, that's one of those games that they're not designing it for the Switch first and then bring it to the other consoles mm-hmm. and uprising it or anything like that. So, yeah. That's unfortunate. I was excited about it coming to the switch and possibly playing it there, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens along the way here. That's unfortunate. And the reason why it's not on our Nintendo games list here, because if it, I don't think I I knew it was announced for switch. Previously. Yeah. Previously on. Yeah. (laughs) So those were the games that I mentioned in the um, in the summer game fest section of the game of the of that presentation that were coming that are coming to the switch. The next section was the day of the devs uh, announcements. And these are the games that will be coming to the switch as well. The first one up is Time Flies for the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation and PC and comes in 2023. Gentlemen, did you see this? I know, Justin, I think you said you didn't see the Day of the Dev stuff. Jesse, what did you think of this one? I, I don't know. That looked weird. I uh, liked it. This is on my list of games that, that intrigued me. And I liked the, the idea of this is different. You get to be a fly. You get to pick where that fly comes from. It looked from. like it's, a game that could go on the play date. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, why isn't this on the play date too? Yeah, maybe just use the the winder to move the fly around. But basically, you're a fly that lives for however many seconds, depending on where that fly is from. And you have... Yeah, they, they pretty much take the the life expectancy of a human in that country and convert it from years to seconds for the fly. For the fly. And basically, you have to try to accomplish things that are on a task list uh, as your bucket list, basically, uh, as a fly. And then <laughs> it was funny because it's like the fly, they would show the fly flying around and you get caught in fly paper and you're dead. So that was the end of your time. And then you'd have to start over. <laughs> Just so intriguing. so different. And it had me crack it up that I'm like, I'm, I'm so looking forward to trying this game out. So on the next one, it was a little to the left that is coming to the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Most of these, when they when they did the deep dive, most of the time I skipped them just to speed things along for notes. So yes. I, I didn't see all of Time Flies, but I did, you know, see in fast forwarding it. Oh, you, the checklist and you strip a guitar to light to cross something off. Yes, the coin to cross something off. That's the like bucket that. list. Yeah, yeah, and for so sure. a little to the left, I think, is like the one game of uh, from all day that. I think I'm interested in out of all the games shown. You're like, this is the one. Yes. So why is this the one? What's this one about? So this this is the one where it's kind of like organize the room type of game. So you have like, you have a room, like a room 
where you go to a section of the room and there's like a little puzzle where you have to, the solution is organizing it in some specific way. And sometimes there's more than one ways to solve it, as they said. So yes. like if it has a series of keys, put them in a, an ascending order of size. There might there was some like vases that curve differently and the curves are kind of fit like jigsaw puzzles. So, you know, a, a part that jets out of one would go into a slot in another. So they are all chained together into a meaningful way. But it's not all just solving puzzles. What happens sometimes to those puzzles if you start one? Oh, the the, the developer's cat decides to uh, wreck house. Yes, that's my favorite part of it. That I was like, okay, now I'm interested. Yeah, that, that's the part that's that probably in, really going to upset me. And it's going to mess everything up. It was it was hilarious. I started laughing when I saw that. It's like you're working on these puzzles and all of a sudden this cat comes and you see this paw coming on the screen to start messing things up or their tail swishing back and forth, messing things up. Yeah. <laughs> so that was hilarious. It, it sounds like a nice, relaxing, calm game. And then the until the cat, cat comes in. Up. <laughs> so, yeah, again, a little to the left. It comes I, out I, as, I assume that out. was just, the, I mean, that's such a weird game, but I, I mean, that's just the answer. I provide every time someone asks how it's how it's hanging. There it's you weird. go. A little, a little to the left. To the left. It's hanging a little <laughs> to the left. Coming out in 2022, just to get that out there. So the next one that we saw, I, I believe in the indie showcase, is Bear and Breakfast. Uh you've game. known about this game for two years, and we finally yes. have a release date. It's coming out July 28th for Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam. Uh this one looks intriguing as well. And I I wrote this one down for possible one for my wife to check out as well, because it sounds like it's right up her alley, but basically you're a bear running a bed and breakfast in a, I guess maybe a a state forest, national forest or whatever. And you find these rundown cabins. Yeah. And you convert them so that you can uh, host people in the bread breakfast as a bear, you're a bear doing this. So very intriguing. So anybody interested in this one here? I'm not. No. No. Okay. I, I, moving I, I, on. I, literally a little to the left. I know. That's right. A little to the left was the only thing. one that, that's right. But, so. <laughs> All right. So another one that came up, but uh, uh, let's see. Desta, the memories between Jesse, you wrote down no consoles were stated, but a Nintendo switch was shown. So we assume that one's coming to Nintendo Switch since they were playing this game. Right. And there was no it. dates mentioned either. Right. And this one, I don't know. I must have missed it with, with working on something. But what is this one? Desta, the memories between. Do you happen to know? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> that, that one must have been real quick because I it slipped by me as well. Yeah. It, most of the conversation was with the developers. And they were switching okay. back and forth between playing on a Switch and playing on a tablet. and while the developers talked. So okay. they, and since I was fast forwarding through the meat of the of the of the presentation to get to the end of each segment to write notes, I don't I think this, actually now now I'm thinking of it, I think I remember this one and it was just the way it looked didn't grab me as well. Maybe that's why I don't remember. And Friendo says much the Miko exclusive. and then the last one that's coming up here and also launched on kickstarter at that moment they mentioned it was little nemo and the guardians of slumberland 
It's coming to Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam and itch.io at the end of 2023. Again, launched on Kickstarter I, at that time. I absolutely loved Little Nemo on the okay. NES. I played that game. I remember that game. I loved that game. If Nintendo was like coming to the NES, you know, Nintendo Switch Online is Little Nemo, I would blow a gasket. Um, I absolutely <laughs> like I have so many fond memories of Little Nemo. Nice. Um, I had that game. Yeah. Nintendo. You'll have to check check th- this one out when you get a chance to Don't see what, what it looks do, like. Timothy and uh see if it's uh see if it yeah. piques your interest. It's a, it's, a, it's a three week campaign that already it, their goal is sixty five thousand dollars and uh, they already have three hundred and sixty backers totaling almost twenty thousand. So they're like a third of the way there already. Gentlemen, I'm using the rest of our Nintendo Dad's um, Patreon money and I'm funding it right now. Okay, fair, have fun right? with that. <laughs> as long as you can get Nintendo Dad's in the credits, that works. Oh, there All you right. go. <laughs> All right, that, that is the part of the Day of the Devs announcements that included Nintendo Switch content. Moving on to De- Delver's, uh, Devolver, excuse me, uh, marketing countdown. Oh, there's another game because again, I saw the, the, I watched the Devolver section like 20 minutes before we started show prepping. So okay. yeah, there is a game here I'm interested in as well. Okay, so there's a second game. All right, so Devolver's marketing countdown to marketing, which I watched the whole thing was freaking hilarious. Uh, if anything, like like we were talking about in pre-show, there was maybe a handful of games announced during that whole thing, but it was just. It was like watching a, an episode of something. So it was hilarious. And Suda 51 was there. Mega, Mecca, excuse me. Mecca Suda 51 was in there. So that was pretty funny. Is that who Anyways, that was? I didn't know who that was. <laughs> yeah, it was Mecca Suda 51. Uh, and yeah. Harry Gray will never forget Suda 51. That yes. is true. That's true. Very true. Uh, the first, I think this is actually the first game that showed up in the, in the, in their uh, show cult of the lamb, which we already knew about is dropping on August 11th for the Nintendo switch Xbox um, one and series X and S um, we've seen a lot of this game. I think a lot already. Any of you guys interested in this one? Faintly like ish. This one ish is pretty weird. loose. It, it looked like it was kind of like it'd be an Animal Crossing, like a pixel pixel art Animal Crossing, and then like they open a portal into hell, and now they're fighting demons, like a Diablo game. I'm like, what the mm. hell is this? <laughs> what the the funny part is is that yeah, it's got it looks like Animal Crossing, but then it's like you get you got all these animals following you because you're the cult, so. <laughs> <laughs> and they're no, worshiping you. Called. They're worshiping you. And then, yes, you're having to fight all these other the demons, if you will. Yeah. Uh, it's very unique Devolver game, of course. So, I mean, I know they didn't develop it. I don't think. I think they're just pushing it, but um, publishing it. Uh, but, yep, coming August 11th. Uh, another one we knew about was Card Shark, which was released last week. It also has a demo. Uh, they announced that as well. Again, come, it's on the Nintendo Switch and PC. And then finally, the Plucky Squire coming to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series, X and S, and PC. 
I I scrolled through the notes really quickly and I read it as a plucky squirrel, <laughs> which I was like, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, I was like, tell me more. I want to know more about a plucky squirrel. Now it's yes. a plucky squire. I am not as interested as I was before. <laughs> and I knew you would say that because this is the game I'm interested in. That yeah. sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> totally opposite. So makes sense. Why are you interested in Jesse? What? Well, it, it kind of looks like it starts off looking like a 2D Zelda clone but it's played within the confines of a book. And then you get to the end of the book and he literally jumps out into the real world and plays as a 3d game now. So, and and then when it's, when it went back and forth, the different shots, it kind of does like what Mario Odyssey did. It's like, sometimes you go into like a cup and play some 2d sections while you're in the cup, go around to the other side and then come out again. So like Odyssey did that with merging 3d with 2d a lot. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, Nintendo asks, is it a guitar hero game? No, not that type of plucky. <laughs> so if you didn't watch the devolver uh, show, even if you're not interested in any of the games, I think I would say go watch it because it's pretty hilarious. And especially when it gets towards the, uh, what they call it? The video game singularity. Um, singularity. Thank you. Where it's coming and taking over the gaming world and mixing and mashing all these different games, such as Tom Clancy's animal crossing was one. Oh my gosh. One of the guys was wearing a t-shirt for that. Uh, the, I have to go back and watch it again, just to catch all of the mismatch mixed and matched references that they made they, they, uh, they missed the, the the doom animal crossing combo that, right that would have been that would have been too been, easy probably yeah but and one of the people, things one of the uh, people would be talking about it more if they did it true well one of the things that i was cracking up about their comment was and microsoft bought bethesda again, again. just for the fun of it <laughs> <laughs> So there's a lot of funny references in there. Again, it was a good time. So, uh, but not one to watch with the kids. Again, it's yeah, Devolver. Definitely not. Uh, lots of uh, language, and of course, their games have a lot of violence in it. So, yeah, something to watch. You know, after the kids are in bed. And I so, and I and I would say, you know, as you think of it, like there, and also there are a ton of other directs or presentations occurring over the next several days. Um, Gorilla Collective has one. I keep an eye on that one. That's yes. typically a really good one where we're going to see some some games that come out of that. They, they typically have a pretty good um, indie scene for Nintendo. Um, wholesome yeah, I games. I, I don't have everything in my calendar, but tomorrow there's a Netflix Geeked Week and a Tribeca Game Showcase. Mm-hmm. There, and then what's Saturday, Jesse? Saturday yeah, is Future Game Show. Mm-hmm. And the Gorilla Collective. I have a spelt wrong in my calendar. I should probably fix that. And then Sunday is Xbox and a PC gaming show. Yes. And there's other things too that I, I don't, yeah, I think I there's the whole. I think there's the wholesome game um, showcase as well. I think there's yeah, there I'm is looking at the what, summer game fest ones and they one day there's a Capcom here. showcase. Oh yeah, Capcom. Yeah. I yeah. There's a, there's the other one. What's that other uh, publisher that starts with an A? Annapurna. Um, yes, there's it's coming up. Really? As well. They announced that they're doing one as well. I think it was at the end of I think they announced it at the end of the Summer Game Fest. Hmm. Hmm. 
what they were doing there. So yeah, I think that's in July. Maybe that's why I don't see it because I only see June here. So anyways, uh, but that is what we all saw at the summer game fest, including the day of the devs and the devolver marketing countdown to marketing. Uh, if there's anything you saw, we're talking about it in discord, come join us there. We'll talk about it some more. Um, uh, or on Twitter, share with the Nintendo dads what you uh, are looking forward to coming in the Switch or even on another system because we we talk we have all of us talking about the different systems, PlayStation game, um, via Game Pass on the Xbox, all that kind of stuff. So hit us up wherever you can. We'd love to talk about it some more. Moving on, we've got the uh, another big news that happened this week is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 special edition pre-orders dropped online and everybody got theirs, right? Right? Everybody got theirs? No. I, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> yes, I am it's like too. Nintendo doesn't know how to online or something. It looked like they were trying to do something different to help combat scalpers, which was they have a new storefront and all that kind of stuff where you can come in, you can only order two, all that fun stuff, but you couldn't order any. Nobody could order any. And um, just a lot of people caught in a, in a loop, um, up and down all day with messages from Nintendo on their Twitter page and on the page itself. Um, and in our community, a lot of people, we were all talking in a Discord again keeping tabs with each other. Hey, were you able to get it? No, I wasn't. This is what I'm seeing. This is what you're seeing. So we were all complaining about it together and being angry about it together. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you had gotten one. Nope. I no. I was in line just like everybody else and uh, trying to get two. And when you asked, was I getting one for me? Yes, I was getting one for me, but also getting one for what you wanted, Justin. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, but Nintendo, it was not successful in selling any. They said they would let us know um, via Twitter in their messaging that they will let us know on another date when it's going to go up for sale. So, mm-hmm. but on the little silver lining, I guess I'll give for the, uh, for it is that um, uh John, who's in the Dads After Dark show, also said this, and I agreed with him, was that if if this happens now and they fix it and they can get it right, this will be a great system to start with. Not the best, but it would be a great or better way of selling their things online because it will be a system where you know, you, you're limited, you can only get two. Uh, I know there's a lot of workarounds and stuff like that, but hopefully they can figure things out and make it better for the consumer. And maybe this is something they can figure out before say the switch two comes out and they decide to sell it via their website, you know? So we'll see how it goes being that it's a new system. I am giving myself, I'm giving them a little bit of a pass. Uh, If it was under their old system and it was doing this, I would probably be a lot more angrier, but uh, Mm -hmm. being that it's a new system, I'm, I, like I said, I'm giving it a pass. Gonna let it slide, eh? Let it slide and look for improvements. You know, hopefully, hopefully they'll figure it out. And then yeah, hopefully. It, so, <laughs> all right. Up gaming releases that are coming up. We got Red Out 2 coming June 16th. I'm excited and looking forward to checking that one out. 
that's the game that kind of reminds me of Wipeout or uh, Fast RMX, I think was another game that we got on the Switch like that. Uh, and a lot of fans were calling for the developers of Fast RMX and or Redout to work on the next F-Zero. So mm-hmm. because of how well and how fast those games go. So I'm looking forward to that. Are any of you guys looking forward to that? I know I'm more the racer here. So <laughs> not nope. my jam, not, not my jam. jam, nor mine. We agree <laughs> on right. something, Justin, right? <laughs> Very rare, but we'll take it. Next up on the releases is Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. There's a demo available and releases June 24th with digital pre-order available now. I downloaded the demo, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. How about you guys? I have not. I heard you can play like the first four chapters and progression continues into the retail game. Nice. There, There is the nothing... I don't know for oh. sure. That's what... <laughs> That's what you were told. There is nothing about that game that interests me in any ways. It's a Muso game and it's Fire Emblem, right? You may as well also put Pokemon in there because I got zero interested in that. Oh, I, I thought that was all Pokemon. you, Justin. I, I would play, play a play Pokemon Muso game. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you who's not reviewing that game for our site. This guy. <laughs> all right. Moving on. NSO game trial for Stardew Valley from uh, June 13th through June 19th everywhere, but here in the United States. So Europe, Australia, and Japan regions get this, but not in the United States, probably because it's so sold well here. So they probably don't need to do it here. <laughs> um, and then finally blossom tales to the Minotaur Prince, uh, oot, August, oot. August 16th is so when that drops. Was this a game that we knew about before? I don't think so, but I we knew about thought... Blossom Tales too, but we didn't know. Oh, okay, it wasn't announced yet. I don't know if it was a rumor yet or not, but it was. Uh, it was mentioned somewhere. Okay, because I didn't, because I've never heard of it until it was part until of limited run. Did it limited run? Yeah, talked yeah. about it. I think it came up somewhere. I want to say it came up somewhere else. I think Blanco said the same thing. It's, it's something that he knew about. Okay, all I didn't know about yeah. it. It wasn't in my notes. But I just can't remember if it was something legit or just a rumor. So, Correct. I still um, don't. Nope, I did add it to. I I did add it into the uh, release game list. All right. Well, that's right, the right, news. Right next to Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> Let's move on to our ad break from our sponsor. Hey, folks, big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support. Now, gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner. We talked about that earlier in today's episode. I got some beef jerky. I got some uh, smoked meat. I love it. Jesse got this incredible sweater. All amazing, fantastic Father's Day Day gifts. But our good friends over at Manscaped are here to ensure that all the father figures are out there are looking daddy good. You know what I'm saying? Looking fresh, looking good. And Manscaped's performance package 4.1, or sorry, 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is a perfect bundle to tackle all any and all those weird old man hairs. I don't know about you. I'm starting to get old weird hairs up in the ears and the nose. I got to, I got to trim a lot more than I used to. This um, is all I'm from my ear right now. Got the, just one big ear hair. I love it. So, <laughs> Hey folks, make sure you treat, make sure you treat the, the dad in your life, or maybe, maybe it's a new dad. Maybe it's a soon to be dad. Maybe it's your brother. Maybe it's your brother-in-law. Maybe it's a best friend. Man, just treat, just treat these people right, right? And so 
I think Manscaped is, is a fantastic Father's Day gift. And of course, if you're getting Manscaped, you've got to be using our code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. All the Nintendo dads, uh, plus our good friends over at Dads After Dark, use Manscaped products, and we absolutely, absolutely love them. Again, that code is NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, not only have the fantastic folks over at Manscaped been supporting this show, but today, ladies and gentlemen, it is Gooder. And uh, Gooder Gaming, which are these glasses that I'm wearing right here, we have partnered up with Gooder, continue to partner with them. And Gooder really thinks that gaming is fun and your gear should absolutely be that too. Gooder makes fun, fashionable, and functional sunglasses that everyone can afford. Sunglasses for gamers. Why? Because gamers, of course, we go outside too. Now, not only, of course, they have these amazing sunglasses, just like the one that that Tim's wearing, just like the ones if you see me wearing them, I wear my Gooder sunglasses all the time. They have these fantastic glasses. These are the ones I'm wearing right here. These are the Blue Mirage glasses because apparently, apparently, doctors, now I'm not a doctor, but doctors say sitting in front of screens, the blue light is bad for you. Provide It creates eye strain, fatigue, headaches, and tail growth. Tail growth. All right, so think about that one. Now, just to be sure that uh, you don't have that eye strain fatigue or tail growth i highly recommend that you Maybe head that over to gooder lucky squirrel could be head over to gooder and make sure you pick up these glasses these blue mirage uh glasses folks we absolutely love gooder glasses here again they're sun now you're over on the site whether it's their sunnies whether it's their gaming glasses and i kid you not every single week i get stopped at work i work virtually and people are like those are amazing glasses i'm like yes they are they're gooder you should be wearing them as well. You should be trying them out. So use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, uh, at checkout for 15, 15% off at gooder.com. Get yourself some good, fun, functional glasses, both sunglasses and gaming glasses before the season starts. I absolutely adore them. We love them here at Nintendo Dads, and I really, you will too. I absolutely, absolutely know you'll love them too. Um, hey, back to you, Tim. Thank you, sir. I'm actually going to wear my sunglasses, I think, for the rest of the show because they're very comfortable. Sunglasses and might be because he's something, something, something. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, something. Let's discuss. Let's do it. I don't think we have any risk of copyright strike from that song. Thanks. What about Maestro Fresh West, Let Your Backbone Slide? Did we get any copyright strikes for that? I, I don't think we did. And I'm Can I request that as our exit music today, sir? Yes, don't make players. me take away the employee of the month of the employee of the year trophy. Don't make me do it. Yeah. Anyways, DM me the name of that song that and I'll see what I can do. Three will be back in 2023. Do you guys trust them? Do you guys think this is coming back in 2023? Well, of course, the EA's EA's. And- get- or yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, if it does, will it come back as we know it today? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I want it to come back. You know, I, I was planning, if they had it this year, I would have wanted to have gone. But at this point, I'm like, I, I, it's in the I'll believe it when I see it department. I think the tough part is what do game companies get out of it anymore? Because they have gone now three years with digital accessibility, right? Xbox actually talked about creating demos 
um, playable demos similar to what we used to play on game floors or sli- vertical slice of games that they could push out on Game Pass as part of like E3 experience. Um, I think game companies are understanding their savings. I think they're understanding their impact, their reach, right? They all are doing these, these direct approaches now. Um, I think E3 themselves, ESA would want us, would want to come back and say that we're back. Um, I think the challenge a little bit is that Jeff Keighley is, is pushing into the space uh, with his summer game fest. It's not as crisp and as clean. And I do believe that like people coming together, shaking hands, kissing babies in the same space is an absolute value. And I think I love gaming conferences. I've been to so many of them and they're just amazing experiences that are just like crazy and E3 and like PAX East and PAX West are part of my bucket list. But I think it's, I think it's going to be challenging for the organization to kind of like restart it, reset it up the way they they need to, they need to really make it a, a really big reason to be there both for participants and for um, vendors and, and even, also for, and also for even, audience to be there. Even before 2020, say they're looking at 2018, 2019, Microsoft wasn't on the show floor. They were in a building across the street and Sony was a no show altogether. Mm-hmm. So do they come back? Are they still AWOL? Does that make it, does it matter? I think to most, most people who, you know, like if you look at today's news, most of it was not Nintendo. Yeah. So, so, it'll, so I think that's a factor of most people are not getting their news from E3 related content anymore, even before the pandemic. Yeah. And again, I think, I think organizations understand the, the, the impact of their reach. And if they don't have the impact that they can, slot themselves in with another with another platform right or another you know again jeff stuff or and i don't know how much jeff is charging so maybe not the summer game fest stuff also we're on such a good basis i just call him jeff not mr keely um but also like any of these other things like gorilla collective having their own I just, indie i just referred to um, him as gk events. the other day <laughs> gk yeah yeah for sure for sure um so i think like i i, I it's it's a challenge, I think, right? I think it's a real struggle. And I think the other part of it, which, which I mean, we're going to talk about our Nintendo Direct um, um, predictions here in a little bit. But I think the other part of it, especially with like this last week of like these conferences, and I wonder one of the reasons why we're like, why isn't Nintendo saying anything? Why isn't Nintendo saying anything? Why isn't Nintendo saying anything? When you were part of E3, you had to go when everyone else was going. You're part of that functional event, right? You were part of, you were part of the, the track. Well, when the, when the track no longer exists, you can go whenever you want. So is Nintendo being like, you know what, y'all, you take your time. You, you make, you, you do your announcements. You, you say what you want to say so that next week when there is no one left, we're going to come on board and we're going to reveal what we have. We're not going to get caught up in all the noise cycle with everybody else's presentations. We're going to take our own full PR beat and not, have the have the risk of our of our of our messaging being missed in any other way because when you're in E3 in that kind of that five day period you're competing against everybody why I don't have to right nothing's nothing is is compelling me to be there anymore so I can take my beat wherever I want to and I think that when an organization understands the power of their own brand much like Nintendo Sony and I think to your point earlier Jesse Xbox they don't need to do that 
And, but I think we as an audience team are like, no, we need Nintendo, Sony and PlayStation, you know, Xbox to be there. What's going on? Ah, they're not there. Ah. And I think that, I think that, I think it's going to have a hard time. I hope it doesn't. I hope it comes back. Well, I hope it's a thriving conference. I think more exposure to games, more people coming together, more events, and these things that we get excited about, I think is great, but I think it's going to have a hard time kind of like re bringing the defibrillator back to that thing and, and trying to get it going. And then I think the reality is, is they're going to, they're going to be competing. They were already competing last year with Jeff's summer game fest, right? This year, no one's there. There's a, there's a vacancy or, or vacuum. Jeff has filled that spot instantly, right? He's like, I'm here guys. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Come to me. Right now. Like E3 is like, well, we, we kind of, we kind of want our spot back Jeff, right? No, you left. This is my seat now, right? I this is my place. So it's it's a conflict, and I think that's going to be challenging um, for us to uh, for for folks to deal with. And, and that's where I interesting. Go ahead. I was going to say that's where I think that uh, E three. If we have no idea what they're going to do, obviously, but I, what we do know is from our perspective, they need to come in and they need to do things right and get back everything back on track. And if they're going to do that, they're probably going to have to come in and change things up, make it different, make it uh, intriguing for those other companies to make sure that, Hey, yes, we will plan things out for you. You tell us, you know, here's the window. Where do you want to fit in on that window? They'll do the usual thing like they've done where they, where they've uh, planned it out for everybody. But now it's like, okay, now we need to take it up a step further. We need to do it differently from what we've done in years past because obviously people aren't, they're, they're starting to gravitate to the Summer Game Fest or the IGN Game Fest or whatever they call their stuff. They're going to have to do something different. Maybe they look at something like the Comic-Cons or the auto shows like I've mentioned and see how well they're doing there. Maybe even going back to the Comic-Con idea that's grown so much because they cater to the fans and there's people there. There's the, the movie studios, the toy makers, um, comic books, collectibles that feed into that, into the audiences. And so if done right, I think the gaming industry can do the same thing where you've got people who do some of the same things that they can do at Comic-Con such as cosplay. You can have things around that. You, you got your game gaming stuff that goes on that you can build on. You, you already had a big influx of people who want to go to the show that aren't journalists. Mm -hmm. So maybe they pivot. And I know you got packs and all that kind of stuff that, that caters towards the fans as well already. And that's towards indie stuff. But I think if done right, I think it can E3 can come back in a big way. And even though I don't know everything that goes on into planning that kind of stuff, I think when I look at things that I am familiar with, like the auto show, I think that could be E3 can be the big show that shows off all of the big stuff. And then you have the other shows that show the smaller things, which we've seen in the past. Mm -hmm. And if done right, I think it can be done well and even have Jeff Keeley and summer game fest on board and part of it, if it's done right as well. 
Yeah. I, well, I think it's challenging, right? Cause I think, I think that when you're doing you know, well, first like Jeff separated from ESA a couple of years ago, which is one of the reasons why he's able to do this like game fest thing. He's like, no, that's what we're doing now. He, de- he, de- he departed from them. Um, but then I think, I think like the more, what you need is you need one central, I don't know, what's the word like band leader, right? You need that. You need that one person who's like, no, this is a thing. And Jeff has filled that space. And I think, I, I don't know if like when companies are, are like, well, where should we put our stuff? Should we put it in the E3 presentation? Should we do, do give it to Jeff? Should we do our own thing? Like you just need one voice. You need one thing. And that's what E3 was. It was the guardrails that allowed for those one things to happen. And I think now that it's, it's removed, it's tough to put it back. Right. When they've experienced a level of freedom that they, that they've had. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, I think the genie's out of the box. And I also think that people are like, oh, we could do this on our own. Hmm. This is interesting, right? We could save money. This yeah. is interesting. I don't think we're going to, I don't think ESA is going to be able to say, hey, give us 400 bucks and we'll plan your thing or whatever the amount yeah. was, you know, to do it. I think that's for sure gone, but I think there are other ways for ESA to gain money. Looking again at the Comic-Con, I don't know what all that is there, but yeah. Comic-Con successful. I think gaming industry is, can be maybe not as big as that because of the movie industry and all that kind of stuff being involved there. But I think it can be still follow some of the same models that are used there for Comic-Con. I, I would argue that gaming's bigger. Um, you know, I've, I, I have an opportunity to go to Gamescom and I mean, you're talking, you're talking in um, like four days, half a million people go through that area. It's, it's, I've never seen anything like it. Great. Um, Again, and, and they do these, reason and they, why they it's just amazing. Be a good example, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm I not Comic Con. Comic Con, I think, is the closest example that I think E3 or ESA could learn from. Yeah. yeah so, if e, if E3 does happen next year as a physical uh, event, it'll be interesting to see how that pairs with. Summer Game Fest next year, which is also going to have a live component to it, in, in addition to online content. So we'll have yeah. to split, go to different weeks. Are they borrowing each other's time, mm-hmm. stepping at each other? Don't know how yeah, that's going to be look, interesting. What, what that's going to look like yet? Yeah, for sure. It'd be a topic. And and probably frustrating for us as fans as we get figure this stuff out or they figure this stuff out. So, yeah, I just want mom and dad to stop fighting, and I just want to go to my <laughs> favorite video game place. That's all I want. Right, right. All right. So, speaking of which, since we didn't have an E three and we talk about it, uh, not E three season. Mm-hmm. When do we think that Nintendo is going to drop their Nintendo Direct? I tweeted that my prediction was June fourteenth but I was basing mine on E3 timeframes. So, and well, I, I know think, that I, others I mean, I th- speculated between the 14th and the 16th timeframe as well. Yeah. And so a couple of things here, right? The 14th is what we all went uh, based on past, past adoption. That makes logical sense. The fact that Nintendo hasn't said Jack about it is, I don't think they're going to give us a two day notice about this one. Also the fact that Xbox is now taking that part for another showcase that exact same day. Not great. Um, 
the 16th was only rumored because everyone thought that because neon white was shadow dropping quote unquote on that day that it was moved to the 16th, which was not a real thing, but the internet lost its mind because you're so thirsty for Nintendo direct news. Right. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we're seeing it, if we're seeing it like the 21st, if Nintendo kind of lets everything quiet down and then they're like, all right, now we're going to talk about it. Okay. 21st. What do you think, Jesse? What was your prediction? I was also originally, I was originally thinking around the 16th because I didn't know what game it was at the time, but I saw, I think it was Neil Ronahan from Nintendo world report making a comment on Twitter about something's got to be up. If there's, if I'm, if we have a review for a Nintendo game with an embargo of, of a date coming up, and the game, this game hasn't even been announced yet. It sounds like it's going to be a shadow. Was it the Turtles game? No, it was Neon White. It was Neon White. Oh, it was Neon White. Okay, all right. Oh, and he, I, and he, he did announce it on Twitter, I think, shortly after the presentation. I'm like, yeah, I was talking about Neon White. Uh, okay. Because at that point, it was announced, so he could talk about it. Um, but so because of that, and it's not... So Neon White is now no longer a shadow drop. It's something that we know is coming. I'm thinking Nintendo's going to do what they did in 2020. They're not going to do anything in June. They'll wait until they're ready to, to do it. But I think in 2020, they didn't announce any, make announcements until August. 2020, they didn't, they didn't do anything until I think August. They were doing like, remember, this was the year that they were like, hey, by the way, Paper Mario's done. Here's a tweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think old to go buy it in a month. Yeah. I think Nintendo has to make some kind of presence. I think they need to show up with some kind of direct because again, we have to remember they have been planning for a direct. They have been planning to have something at E3 months and months and months ago. We know this, right? You listen to Kit and Krista. It takes so long for them to prep for this kind of stuff. They, they strategically plan for it. Um, I don't think they're just throwing all that, all that effort away. Um, but I think that they're more conscientious to make their own PR beat when they're ready to make their own PR beat. And again, not abiding by the E3 guardrails that are in place, but rather when they're ready. So that's why I think we're going to see it late, maybe later, later in June. Um, but I could also be with Jesse and like they could, I mean, they could wait till July. They could do whatever. Heck I would they love, want. I would nothing, love to nothing. This one. And yeah, exactly. Pro- it, it probably, they'll probably send the tweet saying tomorrow. tomorrow. Morning, yeah. Post this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I think the, uh, the, I mean, the other part is like, they do have to start telling us a bit more, right? The, again, the only thing that we know, the very last date that we actually know is September 9th. I think it's the ninth for Splatoon. That's it right now. They're going to go, they're going to go into sorry, PR marketing mode here in a couple of moments in regards to fire emblem coming up, live alive, Xenoblade three, and then Splatoon. So they're kind of starting to run out of games that like we are aware of that they need to start having conversations about. Um, so I think they, they need, they need to get in there. They need to make something. They, they, they need to start telling the story soon. This is the same conversation we have with ourselves every January. A hundred percent. And they, I don't think they've ever let us down. No. Yep. So we will see what happens. It'll be very interesting and very fun because we just want, regardless of the date, we just want to direct. So we know what the heck's going to end the year. Cause we're so doggone curious as to what's going to fill some of those slots for October, November, and December. Violet and Violet. 
Uh, well, <laughs> well, there's something that's got to go along with that for Black Friday. So what's it going to be? What's it going to be? So, and we have our predictions for that. So speaking of predictions, gentlemen. Yes. Do you have just a handful, maybe a few Nintendo Direct content predictions if it does I, drop? Yeah, my prediction was soon. there is no show this month. So Okay. That, that's all I got. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> what about anything that you predicted at the beginning of the year? Would any of that help? I have no predicting? idea what I said. I didn't go back and look. <laughs> I'm sure you have those readily available, don't you, Tim? Or do we know? Uh, I have mine. Okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can dig up what I said. But yeah, Justin, I know you were a guest on uh, Nintendo Drive and you yes. had your predictions there. Yeah. Are there any you want to reiterate here or is there anything new you might want to? Uh, I have some like wishful dreams. Can we talk about wishful dreams? What? Bring them on. I, I want Valorant to come to the Nintendo Switch. Valorant, nice. Okay. Yeah, I want Valorant. And I think you know they've got that relationship with um with that company, with the heck's that company called Riot Games. They've done some things with them right. I I I, I think I predicted this at the beginning of the year that I think I think Valorant might show up. I really, okay. I really would like that. I um I would like to see another Pikmin. That would be nice. That would be nice. Okay. Um I think what else would just like make you me got a cloud cool. game you'd want to see. Yeah. I mean like my cloud games are, are like, I'd love to see star Wars fallen order Jedi or what is it? Fallen fallen no. order. Yep. There you go. That one. I'd like to see that. Um, I originally okay, last the new Jedi was announced. Yeah. That's, yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I originally thought like we might get Marvel's uh, Avengers coming over the switch in cloud, but uh, e- or Square Enix has really just like pulled the plug on that thing. So I, they're not going to invest any time and money to that. Um, what do I want? I, you know what I want? I want a release date for Outer Wilds is what I want. <laughs> you're killing me here. Squ- sm- Smalls, you're killing me here. Um, Are you hoping for... Uh... I want a Donkey Kong game, obviously. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. DK. Yeah, DK. DK. Uh, what else am I thinking? How about Tunic? Hollow Knight? What about Tunic? Hollow Knight? Sip you know song? what? Here's the thing. I know the internet's like like just all over Hollow Knight. I- I've downloaded it. I never played it, um, but I know everyone's like so hyped for it. Yeah. So I want other people to get something that they're happy about. I think that'd be nice for them. For sure. Um, I'd, I'm predicting we're going we're gonna to get an actual release date for uh, with that game. Mario and Rabbids. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, man, I like we're we're just so fortunate to have so much great content. For sure. Um, so I'm looking. I'm looking through my predictions I made earlier this year. Yeah. Okay. And um, things like you know, Game Boy, Game of Color will be an NSO. That still might happen, but I don't think that'll be in the, this next announcement. Fire Emblem remakes from the Super Nintendo era. That is a, is a possibility. Uh, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster releasing a Switch. That could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. And I also yeah. said a Mario game coming out with the tie-in of the movie, but with the movie delayed, that's not going to happen. That's not going to be announced in June. Mm-hmm. I did. I had some of those predictions too from the beginning of the year, but uh, not necessarily Mine, although would have worked with the movie tie-in, mine was more of just that 
we haven't seen a new 2D Mario in a long time. So I thought maybe a new 2D Mario game would be announced or even maybe, who knows, a, a new Super Mario collection or or a new Super Mario game. Who knows? Because I think what there was for for handheld, they only did two. Yeah. I would love to see a new Legend of Zelda in the art style of A Link to the Past. Yeah. I would like that. I would like that very much. A Link to uh, the I'd Past also, or the... Uh, a Link Between Worlds. Link, Link Between past. Worlds. Yeah, I mean, okay. kind of that's that, that top down. Um, yeah. I, I want Metroid. I want Metroid for you, Tim. I want Metroid for us. <laughs> that's right. on my list, I want too. Us to have, I want us to not talk about Metroid anymore. I have that on there as they will be announcing the Metroid Prime remake. Yeah. Uh, and good. doing it the same way they did it last year with Dread, where it's like, we don't have anything to show you for Prime 4. It's going along fine. But here's this, and then they'll drop Prime One. That's what I'm if hoping. I, if I were to make a Zelda prediction, it would be the Oracle of Ages and Seasons remake in the style mm-hmm. of Link's Awakening Switch. Nice. That right. I on my predictions list, I did say a 2D Zelda game would be announced. So I'm hoping that would be dropped at E3. And then the last crazy one I had was. Uh, and I mentioned this during Game Pass because I was on I was a guest on their show, their recent show that they did. They did a prediction show for the Xbox showcase that's coming up. And I mentioned that N64 GoldenEye would be oh. uh, dropped on there, but also be cross play between Xbox and Switch. So I did say GoldenEye and or Perfect Dark. Uh, cause it, I know how hard, isn't there always, another, isn't always, there a perfect dark game currently? There's a brand new one they're working on. Yeah. Yes. But I was yeah. saying the N64 version, they could yeah. potentially because they had multiplayer on there and stuff yeah. like that too. So, and because of the licenses with golden, I wasn't sure if that would be an issue. So they would just bring over per- perfect dark, but that was, you sure. know, prediction was, is that N64 golden eye and or perfect dark gets released on the switch and would also be cross-play with the xbox yeah i'd still like to see a survival looter shooter as a dlc pack for animal crossing just a zombie apocalypse. a survivor a zombie a apocalypse shooter. wow right has taken over the island <laughs> and it's just tom nook and he has to survive gets real dark and grim real fast i'd love to see that you know Yes, I I would pick that game up again and play it, redownload yeah. it, and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's what I want to see. The, the, I mean, I think the problem is there are so there like there's so many games out. There's so many good games that are announced that like man, just just time thing and like I don't know. I, I here's I, here's I, one here's an easy prediction. I think we could probably all agree on. Do we think there's going to be a jaw-dropping moment during this direct that will be like, holy crap, I didn't see that coming. The later I think, is, I think the smaller the that probability. If they had something that wow, they would want to give I think they would want to show it as soon as they could. I you know what's interesting because I think like like they're like if tunic was announced, be like, yeah. 
but that would be jaw dropping. That'd be like prediction, right? Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, points, right? I think, um, jaw dropping. Like, I think like we jo- see, like say jaw dropping, like something you weren't expecting, uh, a new Mario Luigi RPG game or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. you know what it'd be? It'd be here's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Chrono Trigger remastered. Coming to the Nintendo Switch. Boom. Game over. Good night. Go home. We're done. <laughs> that would be that would be it. Or or even that just coming to the NSO. Or sorry, yeah, the NSO would be fine too. But like uh, the remaster would be freaking amazing. Yes. Um in 2D HD. Yeah, like some of these some of these things that were like we've asked forever and they never come. I think if like all of a sudden it was like the Halo collection is now available on Nintendo Switch. Like some of these, <laughs> some of these things that were like, that'll never happen. You're like, right. oh my gosh, they actually made that happen. Okay. Um, I, you know, Game Pass now available on like these crazy ideas that like never will happen, but like, oh shoot, they did it, right? They they figured that out. That would be the ahas. Um I think for you know, like franchises, yeah. Again, I mean, I'd be excited for Donkey Kong game F-Zero. for sure. I don't really care much for F Zero, but if it drops, is that a jaw dropping? I don't know if that is like a oh my gosh, they finally did an F Zero game. No, I'd be happy for other people who would be really happy. Okay, um, but for me, I don't really care. So that for me, it's not a jaw drop. Okay, so I, another way to put it is, I I say jaw dropping, but also one that would make you just be like. Yeah, woo, yeah, you know, you're just jumping out about, your seat. It's super about exciting. Captain Falcon's Noodle Cafe. Yes, I would I would be like, okay, where's my <laughs> <know>. check? <laughs> where's my check? Um if they announced Overwatch 2 for a Nintendo Switch and it was actually coming, that'd be pretty impressive. Or like you said, oh. DK. Uh, uh, People are wondering if that's actually coming, period. Not not much less on the Switch. I know, right? <laughs> right. I don't know. What about what about you, Tim? Uh jaw dropping for me. Um I think a lot of the things you mentioned definitely would be, you know, like a, a prime game would get me jumping out of my seat, you know, obviously if they yeah. if they actually come out and say what we I guess, you know, we predict it, but it's for us prime people, I think it's like we hope they are remaking it. And it is what, you know, we speculated for so long. Like I, you know, I joke about it, but it was like, ever since Marty said, Hey, this developer said it's too hard to do a trilogy. And I was like, well, that's because they're working on just one single one. I was like, you know, that's actually makes more sense. Yeah. Cause if, if they need the time to work on prime four, then give us remakes of prime one, two and three. And I will, I will jump for joy. I'll be so excited. So, uh, Nin- Ninfrendo in the chat is asking for a sequel to One Two Switch, which is Switch Three Four. Uh, I don't know. If uh, there's Ninfre- a rumor about that. Actually. Yeah, Ninfrendo. There's a rumor that that they are developing a a new uh, One Two and it, Switch, and it's and not it's going over well. Not going well. <laughs> it's not going well at all. And they're struggling. Uh, that it's kind of basically ready, but like playtesting results and stuff did not bode well. Um, and, uh, so I think that they'll release it. I think it might just be like, uh, an addition to being on the NSO pl- like platform. I think that would probably be it. Um, I don't think this will happen at this E3 because they just did the, uh, 
Nintendo Switch Sports. But if they did a Nintendo Land for the Switch, yeah. I think yeah. that would be another like exciting moment for a lot of people. Yeah. So, or or even if they uh, did the Switch Sports DLC where you end up on the island, mm. you know, some something to that effect, I guess. I think yeah. that would be pretty exciting too because a lot of people are looking for that. So, yeah, yeah, there's there's just, it's so hard, especially nowadays, to do anything crazy. I mean... We already. I did my crazy pick with the N sixty four Golden Eye. Yeah. So. Like I like I think that's the problem is that like the switch has kind of just been like this just amazing machine that we've kind of, like I don't mean to be like waxing poetic here but haven't we kind of got everything we wanted for on the switch pretty much <laughs> right like yeah. I, like I was like I, I think I was talking to Sean about it and I was like Nintendo's really kind of forcing to bring out like the C and D level characters now. Um, like I'd love to see another Pikmin, right? Like, sure. And like, but Pikmin's not an IP that moves switches. Right. Right. Um, uh, but that's, that's what I think is the exciting. Oh, uh, you know what? Super Mario galaxy three. Oh yeah. That would, that would, yeah, okay. That would do, that would be something. That would or be what about Mario Odyssey two? I'd be all right with that. Right. Again, you know, like, yeah. All right. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't know if there's, I don't know if there's like, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things where, and I think you guys talked about this before, where we're in the point where we've got, we had the major drops for the system. And now we get this, we're looking for Nintendo's creative juices to start flowing here in some of these games, maybe with a new IP or a Mm -hmm. new direction in some game or, a character or whatever, or bringing back something like the Mario Luigi stuff, even though they closed down that studio, yeah. you know, there still could be something, another studio that works on it or something. Give me like, like a Luigi's mansion Four, right. Let's go. You think that, do you think they would do something like that already? No, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> no, that's too soon. It's too, too soon, soon, but right? I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd I'd love unless there mansion. was, unless they built off the same engine. I don't know. Yeah. There was only what nine or ten years between second and third one. A little bit, a little bit. Chat, chat. What would make you all go crazy? Let us know. Yeah, I've seen Infrendo saying Mario Kart Ten X. <laughs> yeah, we might get a look at the the new tracks. Right? Yes, that's true. We might get a date for it, but it won't be an out today. Um. Wait, wait what's this about a Nintendo Dad simulator that Mega Dragon is talking about? I love that idea. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, don't but, we have it? Don't we have a Nintendo Dad's app? Right? Didn't John make Jesse Pickcross? Jesse game. Pickcross available on the App Store. And then right? John said he wants. It's, it's, I don't think I don't think he ever really put it on the App Store. Oh, didn't he? No. How are we not monetizing off of that, guys? Come on, you're letting that one slide. You got to have test flight in order to play that one, right? Yeah, I know. I know. He's working on your game next, Justin. Oh man, some sort of Fortnite derivative or something. I would love to see it. I'd love to see it. (laughs) You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, that might not not the not the not the like wow that would blow my socks off, but uh, like if if Call of Duty is now coming to the Switch, not that I'm a Call of Duty guy, but wow, like that would be a holy cow! They finally did that. Wasn't there talk about that at one point that mm-hmm. somebody in the 
Call of Duty realm, an executive or whatever was saying they that was one of the things or Xbox or somebody was saying that they wanted Activision to bring it over to the Switch. Mm -hmm. A version of it or something like that. So, yeah, it would not surprise me, but that that would be a while. It'd be like, oh, wow. okay. yeah, I did not. So I I think I think for me, it's a lot of like third parties that I would not expect to show up. That would wow. I'm afraid I'm afraid if they do that, they're going to EA it and just give us a complete. That's it. That's exactly it. That would blow me away right there. If EA came out and said, we got some sports games for the Nintendo Switch. That would blow yeah. my freaking mind. <laughs> yeah, if uh, if if if, if, if uh, NHL '94 is finally released, uh, then I think that I think we've all won. Yes, three. Yes, that would be the winner right there. End yep. of show. A all around. Pack your bags up and go home, <laughs> folks. We're done here. Yes. So oh, it's too funny. All right. Well, thanks for sharing the um, your predictions. And again, to all of. Everybody who's watching, if you're in our Discord or even follow us on Twitter, let us know what your predictions are. Share it with us. And uh, we'll see if we got another week where we don't get a show. We'll bring up your predictions on the show next week. Something to talk about, right? So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. share it with us. Let us know what you are hoping for as well. So tell us your dreams like Justin did with us. So with that, let's move on to events. Do it. All right, the events this month so far is the dinner table, which I like to remind everybody about, is every third Friday of the month where I get together with the community and and Jesse pops in. And uh, I don't know if you've ever jumped in yet, Justin. I know Friday nights is tough for you and Marty, so it's understandable. Uh, but we have the community get together and we talk about whatever is on everybody's minds. It could be E3 stuff. Uh, or not E3 stuff, <laughs> uh, but we will be talking about that. What did we get from this year's not E3? So what did we get? What we didn't get? Our wants and surprises. Maybe by the time this happens, we would have had our Nintendo Direct, or maybe we don't, and we're speculating on what's going on then. Uh, and then, of course, we have our cocktail hour, where we usually talk about our shows on Disney Plus that we're watching or Netflix. <laughs> So most likely we'll be talking more about Obi-Wan Kenobi and how that's going. So if you want to join in on that, again, you have to be a Patreon or a Twitch Twitch subscriber. Uh, and I know some people got some subscriptions done today. So thanks for that. And if you need to get into Discord again, hit me up uh, on the DM in Discord and we will get you connected and in our Discord for you to participate. And it's basically every third Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And this would be June 17th. So next Friday. So noise. And with that, let's go on right quick to Jesse's Poker Minutes. I hate you all. To celebrate the Pokemon Go expansion to the Pokemon trading card game, the Pokemon TCG content will also be appearing in Pokemon Go. From June 16th through June 30th, Pikachu will be wearing a TCG-themed hat. Mewtwo will be in five-star raids. And Wimpod and Galissapod will make their Pokemon Go debut. Both will be appearing in the TCG expansion. The, the, The card game expansion launches on July 1st. 
community day, community day featuring uh, Dano. I hope I hope that's how they pronounce it. I've, I've, if it's Dano or Dino, I'm not sure. No, but, this is this is how Jesse pronounced it. So the Pokemon Company has to pronounce it that way now. So <laughs> if it's not, yeah. then they will have to get them on it. So, <laughs> the community day is June 25th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. If you evolve Azuelus into a, a, a Hydreigon before 7 p.m., the Hydreigon will know the community day exclusive charge attack brutal swing. Egg, inc- egg incubators will be four times as effective. You get twice the candy for catching Pokemon. You'll get twice the chance of receiving Dano Candy XL from catching Dano. And Zwilus will appear in four-star raids following the the community community day. When Zwilus has been defeated in a raid, Dino will be will appear in a in random spawns in a 300 meter radius around the gym for 30 minutes. Trainers are not allowed to use remote raid passes when encountering Zwilius raids to receive this benefit. So uh, I don't know how widely known that is. I just, it was literally a small line item at the bottom of the blog post. I think people are going to be upset when they realize what's really going to happen with that. Riot, riot. <laughs> Nifredo right. says, but how does Justin pronounce it? Yes. How do you pronounce Sorry, it? Sorry, what? What word am I pronouncing? The D E I N O. Can you highlight it? Highlight it in the doc. Right here. Garbage. Oh, <laughs> community day featuring garbage. Okay. I saw yeah, that coming. D-E-N-O. D-E-N-O. D-I-N-O. D-I-N-O is how I'd say it. All right. D-I-N-O. There we go. D-I-N-O. Featuring D-I-N-O. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your Poke Minute with Justin. D-I-N-O. Poke second. <laughs> he is a dinosaur. He is small. He has two horns, but one of them is awkwardly kind of misplaced and not as long. He actually has an inferiority complex in regards to his his horn because all the other dinosaurs or dinos, dinos, make fun of him. He's also a vegetarian. He doesn't like meat. And he has some uh, high anxiety about fighting other Pokemon. And so that uh, makes him concerned. That's the history of him. He was found in the Volcanalio region of the Pokemons. And the professor Hottie Pants found him. And they trained him with his they trained him as behalf of his evil gym battle partner, Sockboy. And they like balls, Pokeballs. <laughs> Pokemon summarized by Justin. You're welcome. And now need, for what do, we've do, been playing. Do, 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 they need a man, do they need a manscaped advertising? Good transition. Good transition. <laughs> Justin, it's been a while since you've been on the show. What you been uh, playing? I'm going to be honest, not a lot. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you, been- man. I'm with you. Yeah, it's just been uh, my life has just been wicked busy. I and the only thing I've been playing is I've just I've I've just had like twenty minutes here and there to squeeze in games of Apex and Fortnite. Jumped in the new season, you know, for a for Fortnite. They made some changes. 
That was all right. Yes. Darth Vader's there. That's cool. Yeah, I downloaded that. And I probably missed it. So yeah, I kind of like the new weird locations they've got. But yeah, that's going there right now. Like I like I want to jump, like I want to jump into something. Like I, I'm gonna be honest, I want to jump in. I want to like just get involved in a story. And I have so many games to play, and I could choose any of them. And I just I like it's almost like analysis paralysis. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I just like I just I hey, don't I have, got I got one for you. What's that? Finish uh Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Right. Uh, I need to as well. I need to do yeah. it as well. I, so. you know, that's the problem is like, I like, I like, I'm like, here's the thing is I like, here, I'll open up my switch right now. And by the way, I just downloaded uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> wild at heart, wild at heart. Right. Haven't finished that. I like that. It was a very Pokemon game. Arise a simple story. Oh, I love that. That was such a good journey. Uh, Reva, Revita. Eh, it was all right. Nobody saves the world. I was I was in that for like 12 hours and absolutely had a great time. Haven't gone back to that since COVID finished. Bug snacks, haven't finished that yet. Um, you know, like I mean, that's just a, this is a starting list here, right? I got Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, which I'm still angry at. I'm so bad at that game. Young <laughs> Souls, I really, really game, enjoyed. The game sampler at work here. Yeah, Life is Strange, True Colors. Haven't finished that, but I enjoyed every moment of it. <laughs> Death's right. Door. Man, how fantastic is that game? I've not done that one yet. Chick Chicory. I've played like 40 minutes of Chicory, but I loved every moment. Like, and that's just on my like Switch OLED, which is kind of my new Switch. I go over to my other one. I have like 500 games on there. Well, you have this weekend to finish all those games. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so, not doing anything this weekend at all. Be, so before that's, that's, uh, the next and I'm getting And I'm getting strikers tomorrow, right? Because I want to play soccer with our, with our community. So... <laughs> Oh, look, there's some sort of movie going on in Fortnite. That's how long that's been. Why does it feel like people are burned out on games these days? That's a great question, Cheesy C64. Are you burned out? Do you feel like you're burned out? You know, I I think, I feel. I know last month I was. You know, if you noticed, I haven't played hardly anything on my Switch in the last two months. Uh, Am I I burned out? I've been doing a lot of catching up on TV and anime in that time, but yeah, that's such a, that's such a great question is, 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 are you burned out from it? Um, for me, I don't feel like I'm burnt out on it. It's more of, I feel guilty if I go to try to play anything else because I feel like I, I don't want the community to take this wrong. Cause I know a lot of the people jokingly in the community, pressure you know are giving me pressure to to yeah. complete breath of the wild yeah but i want to finish breath of the wild and i set myself a goal so i could get it done uh before now before the end of june yeah. so it and i'm starting to feel the, five years ago when there was nothing else to play yeah i know right so i when i look at games that come out or if i'm even reviewing a game yeah. it's like okay i'll review this i'll get to playing it and I need to get back in Breath of the Wild because I, I want to get it done. So, yeah, you know, it's and, it, and it's funny, right? We had a conversation. There was a pre-show a while ago. Um, and I bet you I bet you uh, cheesy, uh, cheesy C64 is not did not mean to ask this question the way it's about to go. But, you know, I think one of the th- <laughs> one of the thing one of the things that I, I would say for us and I know that Marty Marty was really good about this. He had a great, great conversation about it is I think as content creators, 
right? Um, you know, we get content and, and we believe, you know, games and we get access to games and stuff. And we want to make content and we want to provide that to our audience and help you and create conversation around it. And so sometimes I think the, um, this sounds bad. Sometimes the joy of video gaming, right? The escapism sometimes isn't there in the same way because you feel like you're always doing something for it or on well, for it. And it was interesting because Mar- to- Marty actually, go ahead, Tim. I was, sorry, I was going to interject here with the, I think it's more of because we want to share these games that we're getting yeah. with the community, but it's, sometimes it's not games that we necessarily would pick for ourselves. Yeah. And, and the other thing I would say, and also I want to give a big shout out, you know, Hambo and Johnny solo something, um, you know, Abacel, there, there's a bunch of folks in the community who also do content creation for us, which is absolutely cr- tremendous. We send them codes and, and they do that. Right. And so um, I think, so I think sometimes for us, it's, it's um, finding something to get lost in, or I guess, or like get sunk into, or really um, grip into, because um, there are other times where, Hey, I'm really enjoying this game, but I know I have to jump over here and create content for this game or, or give a first look and, and get my thoughts together. So sometimes it feels a bit jarring, I think. And that's why games like for me, like Fortnite and, apex for me like those are just like those are just games i just i just play because they don't have great content for them it's just community games it's just connecting with people um so i don't know i don't know if that answers any any of the question there really but i think you can definitely get burnt out um and i and i i feel like i'm waiting for i feel like i'm waiting for something to dive into and i don't know what that is and i don't know why like live alive and xenoblade 3 keeps sitting out there on the horizon but then i'm also like oh but i should probably play the first xenoblade but oh that's not gonna happen right i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna play 30 minutes of it and i think uh, mecha dragon called me on this a while ago and i'll put it in my case and then put it away right and so um just to sit in the pocket with a game for a longer time is i think what i is what i is what i need focus on um and i like like for me it's actually funny because i like i have three switches in my house and i have different games and different switches so in some ways it's like, well, what, what, what console do you want to go to? Where do you want to play? Like, what are you doing? And so there's a whole, and again, this is not, I recognize that we are super, super fortunate to do what we do. We are super yes. fortunate to get access. We are super fortunate for all these amazing things. We're super fortunate for an amazing community. Um, and, and so it's not that it's just, it's kind of, sometimes I think of fatigue in some ways. Yeah. It's just more of trying to balance it too. Yeah. So it's like, we want to do these things for the community for sure. And we want, and we are always honored to be able to get these codes from companies that want us to share these games and stuff like that. It's, it's also being able to find the time for us yeah. to play the games that we prefer. And yeah. sometimes we can't because of the limited time we have, it's like, okay, if, if we weren't doing this, it would be the limited time we have. If we chose to play a game, it would be the game that we chose to play or that we bought or whatever. I've got two or three other projects that I want to do. And yeah, I barely have time to play games, much less do those other projects. Right. And then, so when a review comes up, it's like, okay, that limited time ends up being for a review or first look or whatever or video content or whatever like that, which like you said, Justin, we're not trying to cry about that. We're like, woe was me. It's more of just trying to share where we, we have listeners who talk about their limited time with, because they have, you know, young kids or their new parents and all that kind of stuff. 
our new thing is basically, yeah, our kids are older now or out of the house, like in Jesse's case, um, or moved back in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, that's happened multiple like, times with multiple yeah, kids. Yes. It's, there's still life that happens. And this is, you know, this is our hobby. And like this past month has been a whirlwind of crazy for me where I haven't been, you would think I would have had all this time to play a bunch of games, but I didn't because COVID, I didn't feel like playing much when I had COVID. I was so exhausted. And then when I wasn't exhausted anymore, I was trying to catch up on things where I couldn't do it before. And then we were going on vacation and I couldn't play as much as I thought I'd be able to then. And then when I got back, there was a garage sale (laughs) to prepare for and you're exhausted from that. So it's just like, and everybody out here who listens to us knows that they have their different reasons why they can't get to the games and stuff like that. So I'm sure everybody understands one reason or another, they can't get to the games they want to play. Our reasons are different and but it's reasons we choose as well because we are Nintendo dads and we want to share these new games and experiences with you. And does that mean we sacrifice our own time? Yes, it does. Yeah. And that's the struggle. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Sorry. It's funny. Uh, um, cheesy, uh, cheesy C 64 says, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it in a mean way. No, I didn't take it in a mean way. I, I just went down a rabbit hole on that question. Um, <laughs> we derailed the show as usual. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is, it is hard to kind of, yeah. Kind of focus on one when another's right around the corner. Right. And that's kind of the, the appetite of, of like, like, I'm like, Oh man, I'm so excited for TMNT. Oh man. I'm so excited for neon white. Oh man. I'm so excited for fall guys, man. I'm so excited for strikers. Like that's four games in 11 days. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and I'm going to get all of them. I and... got nine games that I found in today alone that intrigue me. Now, will I get them all? Probably not. Cause I know I won't have time to play them, but yeah. there's nine games right there that I'm like, wow. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. Great uh, questions. Yeah. Of course. Great question again, hopefully. So apex legends, Fortnite. anything else, Justin? Nah, that's makes sense. All right. And I did look up the Darth Vader thing and it looks like the only way I can dirt can get Darth Vader is if I reach level get to page 10 battle pass tier 100 claim 90 more rewards or reach level 90 to unlock the page with Darth Vader. How much money can you throw at that to get to skip levels? Uh, you can throw, I think a little bit at it, but you don't want to I think do it's, that. That's not, don't do that. I think you only get up to 25 anyways at the level 25, but. Yeah, that I don't play enough Fortnite to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we were just talking about time. <laughs> so, but anyways, all right. So Jesse, what you been playing? Wow. Sorry, I'm just reading this in the chat. Mecha Dragon says Strikers is so good right now. It's actually crashed Nintendo servers. They're all currently down minus the eShop. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Pokemon Go Fest was last weekend. I streamed. About three hours total, like two and a half hours on Saturday and like a half hour on Sunday. Cause most of Sunday's content was st- stuff I couldn't do at home. I had to be out and about to do it. But I did complete all of the missions that uh, it wanted me to do. And it's kind of it started a new story. It sounds like it'll, I don't know if it'll end with August's event or if it'll just, can, if it'll, take a turn and then continue later 
but uh, it actually started the story, which I never thought I'd see plot in Pokemon Go, but it exists. It, it happened with with Fest. Nice. I was kind of surprised. Okay, uh, cont- continuing my playthrough of yeah of Iodin Chronicle Rising on Xbox. Uh, so I'm getting to the part soon. I think where I'm going to get stuck because uh, I've I'm a, I'm following the main path, and then there's side quests. I'm, get, I'm getting to the point where I can't complete the mission because I, I keep dying. Mm. So I don't know if it needs more more grinding and or more up, gear upgrades. But I say you're missing some gear or some abilities. Maybe so. That one might be winding down. Okay. Okay. I wanted to talk more about Monogram Minimal again because they put out an update, 1.0.1. I don't know if you remember, the first time I talked about this game might have been five or six weeks ago. I talked about their attempt at having user-generated content and that it was kind of garbage. It was no, okay. no manipul- trying to Trying to play other people's games was awful like you say you go out say you wanted to to play online and it would take like four like three or four minutes it seems to of loading you know no music okay. black screen just saying loading and, hmm. and it was awful an awful experience this update fixed it like severely fixed it it was nice oh nice you know, instead of trying to pull down all the puzzles it only pulls down one page so ten puzzles at a time. So the loading time is three or four seconds, and then you. Well, I'm glad they listen to our show and hear heard yeah. you complain about those things. So, okay. so like <laughs> it'll say page one of twenty. You hit R to get page two, and it'll go back to a uh, loading for about two, two, three or four seconds to load the next batch. So while I haven't completed all of the in-game puzzles, I'm kind of going through and playing the puzzles that have been user-generated. Again, most of them are garbage because they're user-generated, but there are some good ones in there. Okay. Okay. And then while I haven't play, played Final Fantasy III this, yet this week, there was something I wanted to mention last time, but I forgot to talk about it. The The story makes mention of how the light and dark are always changing sides and power and in order and that whenever one side gets too strong the other side comes up to to bring balance so they said so uh, normally in this game actively now and you know in normal games the the dark fiends are getting too powerful so the warriors of light show up to defeat them to maintain the balance but the game story says in the past light fiends were getting too strong and the warriors of darkness had to come to maintain the balance and i thought that was a nice little twist interesting that Hmm. this that in in the this world it goes both ways it isn't always light attacking the dark sometimes it goes the other way around interesting so I thought that was cute. Okay, so I think near, I'm near the end game on that. I just haven't had a chance to play that one. And then the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, the, the I talked about the Famicom disc system last week. I haven't had it. I I did get it working on my on my CRT TV behind me, 
found out oh i have to put this on channel 95 not channel 2 and <laughs> and it worked but uh, uh can, can, so, in case anybody missed it why did you have to put it on channel 95 instead of channel 2 okay, well so like if if you remember older consoles like Atari and Intellivision, there's a channel two and channel three switch. So you normally pick the one that doesn't have a TV signal, right? To reduce interference because it literally went through the antenna system and the TV saw it as an antenna signal to play the games. The Famicom has channel one and channel two. We don't have a channel one in the North America. There is a channel two. So I tried setting it to, uh, to channel two, but it wasn't working. Found out that the, the, and I knew about this at one point, but I forgot about it. The channel to frequency mapping in Japan is different than it is in North America. So, you know, obviously I don't know what the frequency is, but what I needed to find a channel from one of our channels that matched the frequency that channels one and two generated in Japan. And it happens to be channels 95 and 96. Gotcha. Anyway, so Thanks for I, sharing that. <laughs> yeah. So as I was testing games, you know, I have five discs. Four of them have an A side and B side. The fifth one was just tennis with no label on the back. So I'm, as a test, I'm like, let's see what happens if I put this in inside B, expecting to see like an error message. But no, it loaded the game. Nice. So I don't have five games. I have six. <laughs> the, the sixth game is volleyball. I, Very so cool. I, I checked price charting on that. And it was like a $9 game. Yeah. yeah is that so, the is that the one that has the two sides? Which one? The, the disc. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Side one is tennis. Side two is volleyball. Okay, gotcha. All right. So each Sorry. game is a single-sided game, which allows it to have the double-sided game aspect. Okay. Most games are, you need both sides for it to work. Okay. And then I did some shopping on eBay last weekend. I I purchased Zelda 1 and Zelda 2, and I'll get those in, in end of near the end of June or early July. And then I put a bid on Doki Doki Panic, which I'm at this point I'm currently still winning. Okay. And I hope I can continue to win at least if I can get it for that cheap price. Right. Awesome. Anyway, so uh, I do plan on doing a live stream this weekend. I just need to move it from my table over there to here with my desk, so I can set it up for streaming. So I plan on doing cool. some streaming of Famicom games. Cool. So, and that other game I sent you? That I also plan on. Yeah. I, I it's I forget the name of it. It's one of Atari's newest releases. I Galactica. do plan on streaming that as well. I have I have that downloaded and ready to go, but I Nice. But I'm just more excited about the Famicom games. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Nice. All right. So what I've been playing is, um, although limited, I was able to play a, a couple games, uh, some more Breath of the Wild during the time that I haven't been on the show. In fact, I think I was able to, I don't think I mentioned this on the show. I beat the third Divine Beast. I have one more Divine Beast to go. I've got the 
costume I need to dress up as the uh, I forget what term they use, but a uh, one of the females in that region um, so that I could sneak into where I need to and be able to get to that divine beast, I guess. So I'm making my way through. Then I'll have that fourth divine beast hopefully beaten and then do whatever I need to do in order to get ready to beat Ganon. So getting closer. And again, I, my goal is to try to finish. It was by the end of July, but it moved up because of fire girl coming out at the end of June. And I want to be able to play that because I'm excited for that game. So, and I don't want, I just, uh, I'm going to try to get breath of the wild done. If I don't, not a big deal. I'll still, my, my goal was to get it done before live alive comes out because that is the next big game. That'll take me about five years to complete. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yep. Or, or until breath of the wild two comes out. So we'll see. Um, but I'm looking forward to live alive. Um, that's my next live big life. one. Live alive. Sorry. Um, so I also played silt. Mm-hmm. Um, which was one of the games we got to review. I got the uh, first look up on our YouTube page for that. Um, it is a very artistic game, uh, very visual. Uh, it is, there's nothing to, there's no voiceover acting. There's no reading. It's very visual and artistic gameplay that tells a story from there. Um, so if, you're a gamer who doesn't like that kind of thing, then you might want to stay away. Um, I can't remember if there's a demo for this or not. It's been a while since I looked at it, but uh, so basically you are, it's an underwater game. Uh, and if you, if you listen to me talk about games before I like underwater games for some reason, I don't know why, but uh, Silt is another one that's underwater. You're a diver uh, story seems to lead to the idea that you were a diver that, got caught by a chain either on purpose or uh, by accident and drowned, but you were brought back to life by something or somehow. Um, and you are able to possess other creatures in, in the water. And that's how you use their abilities to, to manipulate your environments um, and do things in there to complete puzzles. Uh, so in the video that I did, uh, I was completing one of the, uh, puzzles in there to feed, uh, as best as I can describe, uh, feed a worm to a bird like creature in a tree that's underwater. Uh, so, and there was like either four or five of these bird like creatures I had to feed in order to unlock something. What that is, I don't know yet. Cause I only unlocked, I think the fourth thing and I got one more, um, bird like creature to feed and then we'll see what happens but uh again it's very for me it's very intriguing i just want to see where this goes um it's it's very um kind of zen in a way because it's underwater you hear the underwater sounds um and it it is slow it's not fast paced so if you're looking again for something like that you might want to you don't want to play it because it's too slow then you might not want to play this game but um again i find it very interesting because it is a very artistic view and there's a artist that um did some work on it that i can't remember his name at the moment but uh check out the video at least see what you think from there and um and 
go from there, I guess. And then I'm playing some other third game I can't talk about right now because <laughs> of embargo. So uh, look forward to that video dropping. I think that is also a game that's coming out on the 16th or my embargo is up on the 16th. 16th of the busy day. Yeah. So um, I will I'm have. What, I'm trying to remember what you're doing now. <laughs> So I will have more on that game around that time, the 15th or the 16th or something like that. There would be a video on that. So don't look for anything that you saw today in that for me that I'm going to be dropping. It's not anything like that. So <laughs> it's not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Neon White or anything like that. So, um, but it is something very Zen as well. So that's about all I can say. Good friend asking if it's Advanced Wars. Oh yeah, I know which one it is. Okay, oh, got it. Dang it, he it. guessed okay. it. Yeah, you're good. Oh, uh, you're busy because I just got two more codes that just came in that I'm like, hey, I need someone to do stuff. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, that is Super Zen game, isn't it? Yes, or it looks like it is at least. So, yep, yep. And that it's gonna be. I, I'm trying to figure out how to do the video for that one because of how. Sure. So, but yep, that's the games I've been playing. So, let's move on to the community spotlight. Okay. Before I go any further, I just remembered something I wanted to ask you, Justin. Yeah. How has your review been going for your latest headset that you got? Oh, for my, what is this? It's right here. Epos wireless headset. The hybrid, right? The hybrid. Um, So here's something. I really, really enjoy it. It's actually a great headset. Um, I, there's something wrong with it. I'm trying to figure (laughs) out, trying to figure out whether it's a Justin error or a, which might nine times out of 10, usually Justin error. Okay. So I will actually take off my, hold on a second here. I'll take off my virtual background so people can see this. Cause it's pretty cool. Choose virtual background. None. I said none. <laughs> uh, there, there, there it is right there. Um, and so a couple of things, it is wireless, which is fantastic. Um, it's got a dongle that I plug into the side of the switch to connect to it via Bluetooth, but it also naturally connects to the, blue to the switch via blue teeth tooth <laughs> sound is great i love it it's got it's got that dampening like um dials the kind of the arm comes down really nicely and easily it also detaches because it's magnetic so you nice. kind of just wear them i do look like i'm gonna land a plane though every time <laughs> i think we have one of those fat heads for it but i cannot get the voice chat to work Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Like I, like I, like I was playing with my friend, Jeff, I was like, cool, we're going to play some Fortnite. I want to try the audio. And he could not hear me at all. I could hear him. He could not hear me. So there shouldn't, there, there doesn't appear to be any specific button I need to turn on. There's no to, mute button to, or anything. There's like no that. mute button or anything. Oh, that's like, right. Cause it flips up to mute. Right. I think so. Like, and then you flip it down and talk. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm what is going on here? Right. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out. So I, I like it. Um, like everything about it. I really like, and I got it. Hold on a second. Here. Ah! 
I mean, I've got my other Steel Series here. Right, yeah. these are my Steel Series one. I would say generally, I enjoy the Steel Series a little bit more. Okay. Um, and the reason I say that is, is the padding is like a soft neoprene padding. I find it fits very comfortably. It fits very nicely around my ears. This is, um, this is like, um, it's kind of like a leather padding. And so it really like it, I find it really like sucks right up against my ears. Like, so like my ears kind of just feel like they're just fitting in there. Okay. Um, so that's more preference of just like how people like their headsets. I like mine a little bit looser, but like it's, it's a little bit smaller comparatively from size wise. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I just want to figure out why the voice part won't work. The other part I really like about it is that it does have Bluetooth enablement, like dual Bluetooth. Right. So I can, I can, I, you have to be hardwired into the other device, but I can connect my phone to it via Bluetooth yeah. and listen to music or listen to whatever I want. Whereas my steel series one, I actually had to do a line in. It didn't have that Bluetooth connection. If that makes yes. sense. Um, yeah, my, so there's my, a lot of functions I like about it. I just don't know why the voice won't work. That's what I teased you about because you had the Arctis ones and I have the Arctis three or yeah. you also got the sevens. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but my Arctis 3 Bluetooth has the ability to do what your EPOS ones do. Yeah. The hybrid, which is I can connect to my phone Bluetooth, but I can hardwire into my switch. Um, so I can, you know, mainly meant for being able to voice chat with the phone, you know, and then play the game and hear the game sounds with the switch. So, I think. I, I think both are awesome headsets. You couldn't go wrong with them. Like I'd highly right. recommend both of them. Um, I just don't know why the voice is, it's really, it's frustrating to be completely honest. And I'm like, am I, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. It shouldn't like, be, it shouldn't be that hard, I guess, too. Right. It should be pretty. It you should shouldn't be as a, as a consumer shouldn't have to struggle with that. No, so like, like I know, like, you know, if, if my steel series ones aren't working, I'm like, I was probably an idiot and just hit the mute button. Right, well, she turn off. Maybe I, I I have Sony he Bluetooth headset, and I sometimes I have the problem where the, the mic will work for a bit and then stop. So again, I don't know why that happens, but one of the first things I had to do when I got it was I had to update the firmware th through a phone app. So wondering if there's needs to be yeah, there's firmware I, on your oh. headset. Yeah, I need to look. I need to look into it. But that's other than that. Like, I, I think it's great. Um, cool. But yeah, I, I I'm waiting to I'm waiting to solve that problem before I have a full review of it because okay. I don't want to be like, oh, I was, you know, I didn't like this because it didn't work. And someone's like, Were you, well, did you update the firmware? And it's like, oh well, <laughs> sugar. Right. So I've got to, I've got to figure out whether it's again whether it's a user that. error or a technology error. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of headphones, are actually. For me, uh, they're the earbuds by the um, EPOS, uh, isn't it? Not EPOS, but the, well, I have those, but the new ones that are coming out from uh, uh, Genki. Genki, thank you. Is that they, they did a Kickstarter for. Yeah. I kickstarted that one and I'm excited to get that one because they're, they're the true wireless earbuds that are dual connect Bluetooth where you can connect two. Yeah. Bluetooth devices to it at the same time, which I'm excited about. Plus it being, you know, earbuds and all that kind of stuff too, yeah. the true wireless. So I'm excited to those try those out. I'm like, Oh, this is a little bit more than I want to spend. 
<laughs> that was exactly it. I was like, yes, I am. Whoa, no, no, I am not. In I'm that doing price. it for the show. That's, you know, yeah, you can expense that back to us. Is that what you're doing there? I see. <laughs> I see what you're doing with your life. Uh, Justin, show, but... did you read the instructions? Ninfrendo asks. <laughs> I have the instructions still here, Ninfrendo, and I've tried to figure them out. And they are primarily just images of buttons and people. <laughs> so thank you, sir. Yes. So as he's looking over his instructions, I'll go over the community spotlight. And this is pretty cool. Uh, this is one thing I wish I could have seen last week, but or been a part of. But uh, the contest that I think Marty launched, which was people will email their favorite indie game that doesn't have a physical release, but want it to be a physical release. But also keep in mind, it's got to be an indie game that Limited Run didn't do. So keep that in mind too. We'll send the we'll send the list to Barry, and, and winner will be chosen, and they will win a physical copy of Rain on Your Parade plus levels and features DLC, the physical copy of that game. So right now we don't have a deadline in place, but keep them coming. We've got several great ideas. I just want to point out that I know I've seen a couple that did have limited runs for those games, so I don't think those will be able to count. But I mean, you can still submit them, you know, it still counts as, as towards the contest, but um, as an actual idea for it to come for them to maybe work on, keep that in mind. So Jesse, you were a part of that. Do you remember, is there anything I missed? Uh, I think you covered it. Yeah, I think yeah, we were. Yeah. So Marty was going to do the pre-order for the rain and your parade on their, uh, you know, on I forget what company Barry works for, so sorry about that. Uh, so it's like it's Platinum. Like, it's like limited run games, but it's a different company, and he yes. expects it to be released Premium. in like four to six months. So, at, you know, when when Marty comes back, uh, we'll we'll set up a date, a deadline date for final submissions, and that's to give him time to aggregate all the responses and pick a winner. It's Premium Edition games. Yes, premium edition games, right? Mirage asks, has there been any update on the Nintendo Direct date? No. <laughs> Hard no. No. Yep. We're still waiting. And we'll probably, if they do anything like they've done in the past, may, I don't think they would announce it for Friday. If it's going to come Tuesday, it'll probably be Monday. And it'll probably, they'll say something on Monday and we'll get it Wednesday probably or something like that. So... They probably won't give more than a 48 hour notice, likely right. only 24. Yeah. So it'll be announced on Monday and it'll either be for Tuesday or Wednesday event. And then keep pushing it a day forward from there for either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday direct. It. I think they've done that before too. Oh yeah, it's been a while since they've done that. That would be a, that'd be funny. All right. That would be that would be probably the best scenario. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Nintendo Dads Family Podcast updates. We'll talk about the shows that we have in our umbrella of podcasts, such as Game Pass News, Episode 57, Showcase Predictions, which I was a special guest on with those gentlemen. And we predicted games in the fashion of the same way that Justin did with the Nintendo Drive, where we scored it uh, and to determine who would get points for 
the least likely or the uh, thing to happen, I guess. So um, go check them out. Go listen to their show and any of your podcast feeds uh, to listen to that one for what our predictions were for the Xbox showcase. Uh, then Dads After Dark showed they dropped episode 101, gearing up for Mario Strikers. Uh, they talk about completing coverage of the Strikers demo uh, and talking about Dads After Dark Club, which you can be a part of. If you're in our Discord, you can drop it in their uh, channel for the Strikers Club. They also talk about TV Dads Returns with Stranger Things, The Boys, and more. And you can also find the Dads After Dark show on your favorite podcast feed. Retrologic also has a few shows as well under their umbrella. They have their normal show, Retrologic, which they dropped episode 81, and they talk about GBA mods, cheat codes, and why didn't the Dreamcast have two analog sticks? They also dropped episode seven of On Topic Retro, where John talks with Sam, the third strongest mole, and the Nintendo pals about, about Gunstar Heroes. And then episode 25 of Retro Groove is uh, their show about where they talk about mainly about music. It's an episode where Adam and Liam break down their favorite albums that have sold 25 million copies. So go take a listen to any of those shows that um, that basically touch on all different varying aspects of gaming or, like I said, music. So with that, let's move on to the questions from our community, which we've got a few. Uh, one from Ninfrendo. Do leaks ruin or help build excitement for developers? Gentlemen, what do you think? For developers? For developers. I think, like, I, listen, if someone was excited about a game before they're going to purchase the game, but I think for developers, like, you, they've put in so much time and energy that they want everyone to have that pop. They want to experience that. I think a great example today was uh, the Last of Us, Last of Us Part yes. 1 remake or whatever, that, like, yeah. these people have worked really, really hard on this project, and then, like, four hours before the official announcement, it gets leaked. Like, it's just, like, you want someone to be like, you want... I'm sure these people want to watch like live reactions and be like, yeah, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Right. right. Like that's like, that's like, yes, that's what people want. And the great example of it, our good friend, Seth, um, he live streamed today, the, his reaction to uh, summer game fest and his reaction to neon white. And he was super excited. Like Seth is like, I'm so, so excited. Well, guess what? The developer saw that, that video clip and actually asked Seth for the clip and have put it in their, their montage That's because awesome. like, that's excitement. That's what people like. That's it's the Christmas day thing. They want to see that. Right. They want exactly. and So, and so you don't want to ruin those surprises. So uh, yeah, I, I, I think it definitely ruins it. And I think it ruins it also for us as gamers. Yeah. Right. We want the pop. We want the excitement. It's so frustrating because you lose that moment for sure. Jesse. I agree. Yeah. That it, yeah, the, it'll it get some headlines. It get someone, some tweets and some, views on a youtube channel but ultimately it, it it lessens the experience for everyone else whereas if everyone gets it all at the same time then yeah i, I agree with justin on this one Woo! <laughs> excellent all right moving on we got our uh question of the week from mecca dragon which is robo jesse is going on rampage and is out to destroy the world. 
what Nintendo character would the dads hire to help them save the day? I think there's only one answer to this one. Do it, Jesse. Do it. Kirby. <laughs> nice. That's fair. It's a good answer. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, I'll, I'm, Kirby. I'm going to agree with Jesse on this one is also. Kirby, it is. Kirby will come and save the day. If so. you remember at the start of at the Smash Brothers thing where they revealed the big bad and they turned all of them into statues or figurines or whatever, Kirby is the only one who survived, which, trig- which triggered the, the whole process of saving everybody. Yeah. Yes. And... I don't remember if it was Akuma. Is that his name? You know, the guy who's throwing the other people off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he threw Kirby and Kirby was able to float to safety. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, there you have it. We only had a couple questions this week, so that's fine because we had a loaded show with all this stuff that's going on with Summerfest. So that's a show. Justin, you want to close us out? uh sure let me just pull up that part of the document <laughs> i was so ill prepared on the buddy. spot Ha-ha. i know right hey uh yeah folks big thanks uh big thanks to tim for sitting in that uh pocket by the way for for getting us prepared Ah, uh, jesse yes right on hey big thanks to our amazing uh folks who are watching us over live on twitch on youtube and on facebook i greatly appreciate you being here it helps keep our energy up and we love you very much uh big thanks to all of our youtube subscribers that you haven't go over check out youtube and subscribe by the way if you're listening right now right now we're giving away a copper copy of mario mario strikers in like an hour from now go over to our twitter page right now you can still enter to win a prize you can still enter to win mario strikers i will send you a digital copy or get it amazon to your house so do that right now all right um hey don't forget of course our, our discount code of nindads n-i-n-n-i-n-d-a-d-s at manscape for 20 percent off and free shipping and 15 percent off over at gooder uh if you're looking for some nintendo dads merch head over to nintendodads.org slash merch we got that there big thanks to our amazing patreon producers dave ernsberg solo something uh alexander ocampo and rj kern thank you thank you so much you are amazing we love you being executive producers that or, or Patreon producers, top tier. Also, thank you to all over the hundred individuals who support us over on Patreon. Thank you for all that you do for us. We greatly appreciate it as well. If you're looking for more Nintendo Dads content, you can go over to our website, nintendodads.org, or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, kind of those places. You, We have a Nintendo Dads account. We'd greatly appreciate you visiting it, checking out our content as well. Hey, by the way, if you're interested... Head over to your nearest podcast catcher of choice, Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever that stuff is. We would absolutely love some five-star reviews. I'm not going to lie to you. Five-star reviews would be awesome. Uh, we're kind of we're like falling down the Nintendo rankings in the podcast feeds. We'd love to get back up to the top again. If you could help us out, that'd be great. All you got to do is type in some words. Um, hey, if you're wanting to submit some questions or comments, head over to email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or leave us a message at 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. That is actually where Marty Estes is right now. He's waiting at the phone lines for you to call right now. Uh, big thanks to OC Remix for this amazing music. Big thanks to DJ Jesse for being in the sweet Maestro Fresh West track. I absolutely love it. I appreciate appreciate you. And for myself, 
Tim and Jesse, be well, take care of each other, and have a fantastic week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Check you later, Pete. This song is still a Canadian banger. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely still a Canadian banger. I love it. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. Justin, you boob!